What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Ghost Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. The Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Woof. Raiders got off the snide this weekend. It would have been ugly if I would have showed up here and they would have lost. All right. Mm. <laughs> we couldn't have gone for 0 and 4. All right. So anyway, shout out to the coach game. We got a great show today, man. We got a lot of topics to cover. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the banner up right now of topics. So you brothers know, you brothers know what story is coming up and where and when. But the main story today, women are not charging men for bad dates. Mm. Of course, this article comes from New York. New York, New York, what the one of the worst dating markets there is, New York. Okay, New York is horrible, and you would think it would be better because there's more people. All right, but there's more people and there's more problems. All right, New York is a horrible dating market uh, because the hypergamy, the hypergamy is out of control on steroids. Okay, so there's they got a lot of buzzard women that are looking for top earning men. <laughs> Right, they're somewhere in the middle of South Bronx in the Queens, and they think they're gonna get every dude with a ha uh, apartment or a flat in Mid Manhattan, Midtown Manhattan. They're like, "What are you doing?" It's absolutely despicable out there. What's going on there? But we got that story, and we got more stories to come. Pause. So, um, um, uh, so buckle up your seatbelt. We're gonna be here, even if my computer doesn't allow me to. We're gonna be here. We're going to be here. So uh, let me see. What do we got going on? What do I need to address? Oh, welcome back. I appreciate y'all for being here. Hope your football teams are doing well. What about the Philadelphia Eagles in the building? 4-0? I better look at their schedule to see what happened there. Okay, Philadelphia Eagles are balling out of control. All right, Chargers are back. Okay, they were looking like they was about to be on the ropes. They got a softball schedule, but it's okay. All right, Raiders are back in. All right, we got one in the chink in the wind column. Uh, shout out to uh, the Giants. New York Giants are doing pretty well. I think they won this weekend. All right. Kansas City Chiefs look very good. Kansas City Chiefs look good. Did the Falcons win? All right, man. Something's up in the way. He said the Jets are winning. So, yeah, man, we got a lot of stuff with football that we're going to cover. We're going to cover that. Anyway. I had to take a sip. Okay. So, what are we doing here? Uh, we got a great show. Do me a favor to contribute to today's show. Dallas Cowboys are doing all right. All right, we're going to get into the meat of things here. Once we get to the bye weeks, we're going to see who's who. All right, um, Dollar Sign CGA Live is on the Cash app. Venmo is Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And the Super Chat, you got to head over to the Notorious CGA channel over there. All right, you can find it. I don't have to link it. I can't put too many links. But uh, let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. How about we do that and help that out? Help it along. Shout out to Class E Beat. Nope. Well, Class E Beats. We'll give it to you. I skipped somebody, but it's all good. He says, y'all know what time it is. Happy Money Day. I got money. He says, uh, happy Money Day, Coach and the Coach Gang. Let's go. Appreciate you for being here again. B-Real Mahogany says, does anyone else feel like they're being hunted? LOL. He says, I do. Free agent lifestyle to the casket drops. This re the reason why we got this free agent lifestyle is for you guys to understand, man. When the tide turns, these people are going to get real froggy. They're going to be coming back on soft girl area. I'm getting in my feminism or my feminine, my feminism. You got uh, uh, women that are uh, wanting dudes to get into relationships. We got some great clips today. 
We got women wanting uh, men to buy flowers for them. Men should just buy flowers for women. For what reason? She's going to give the reason. She's going to give you the reason to love you back. She's going to give you the reason why men should just buy women flowers. No question asked. All right. The relationship uh, wheel that we're on is just reprehensible. Uh, Adam Baum in the building. Shout out to Coach Lovey Smith. Are you related? I don't know, man. Are they winning? Nope. <laughs> right. That ain't my team, then. <laughs> All right. I'm looking like Lovey Smith, man. I'm telling you, man. All right. When I saw him, I was like, Lovey, you got my beard going on out there. All right. Let's see how long Lovey lasts with the Houston, Texas. Where are we at here? The dictator says, he says, M. Wait, M oh, he says, him happy, him little team won last night. Oh, my goodness. Oh, he said, that's why him got him his Porsche repoed and he got an electric bike. All jokes. Let's ride, Broncos. Oh, no, 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 no. Broncos, y'all definitely can't come in here talking no ish. Broncos bad already. Do you know how many people was down in Vegas ready to go? Broncos, man. Broncos fans turned up yesterday at the stadium. They turned up. They was there all that orange. And we had to sing that. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. Hey, 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 goodbye. We have to sit they ass out. Get that here, Broncos. Let's ride. Broncos. Hey, Bron what what is what do you call it? Broncos country. Let's ride. Yeah, get on out there. Get that, get your ass out there at the stadium. Don't come in here telling us what you gonna do. We're gonna tell you what we gonna do. All right, that's what we gonna do around here. All right, let me get to the rest of the uh places over here. Shout out to uh Russell Wilson. Let's ride. All right. Max Crosby was riding that ass. Pause. <laughs> oh, man. Where are we at here? We got, uh, do we got some business over here? We do got some business over here on the PayPal. All right. Shout out to AD Austin says, in Milwaukee, a mother shot 14 times by ex-boyfriend in front of her three children. Abuse has been reportedly ongoing for several years, and she broke up with him a few days before the shooting. SYSBM. Uh, man, Mil Milwaukee is an absolute dumpster fire. It's a dumpster fire. Anybody ever been to Milwaukee? Like Milwaukee, not, not the outskirts of Milwaukee, not to the county stadium, not to Milwaukee County Stadium, you know. Mm. Have you ever been to like inner city Milwaukee? Oh, North Division? Yikes. <laughs> that place is a decaying, man. That place, man, they need to just pull. I don't know what the hell's going on there. Yeah, that's Jeffrey Dahmer town. Milwaukee is, oh my God. That, I mean, Chicago and Milwaukee are two places like, my goodness, <laughs> that place is, it's like, I, I don't even want to be, I don't, I, I'm not trying to be racist, but that place is that terrible. I mean, terrible. That place is, do, do not go there. This is one of the most segregated, segregated places uh, you've ever been to. It's, it's bad there. Shout out to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And no government name says the Working Man Podcast is here, Coach. Your masculine frame shirt is in the store. In the store, it's hilarious. Had to cop it. Haven't heard of this new tax. He says, break it down. And, and again, of course, this is what the result is going to be. You know. I'm not happy. <laughs> and it's going to be this, too. They're going to say this. And it's all Jermaine folks. It's always Jermaine folks. <laughs> so I said, Chicago's great. 
Yeah, I mean, in certain sections. Appreciate that. Where are we at? Mr. Hendricks is in the building. All right. Chop him down with the edge of my hand. Mr. Hendricks is in the building. All right. He says, thanks for the live streams, coach. Indeed. Yeah, man. I was going to say outlaw transport. I was going to call you Seth Rollins, but that's all right. He says, please add the voice from the Google uh, to your soundboard that says trick. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Trick. I remember that show. Trick. All of you guys are tricks. If you took if you took your girl to a, a football game this weekend, you're a trick. Because I know she didn't pay for a damn thing. <laughs> all right. She didn't pay for no tickets. She didn't pay for no snacks, no peanuts, no Cracker Jacks. She paid for nothing. No hot dogs, no glizzy. She paid for a zero. And the prices for these items are skyrocketing. It's crazy. So how much did you pay for her to sit there being bored? Oh, my God. It's only the third quarter. I wish I can go home and take a nap. But she couldn't let you go on your own to have some fun. All right, I saw y'all out there at the stadium. I see y'all at the stadium every week dragging your girlfriend to the game. And she just is sitting there. Oh, what's happening now? Shout out to those. But, hey, man, shout out to those hyenas. You know what I mean? Those ladies, those Latina ladies that married into their Raider family or their cowboy family. They show up with all that damn mascara around their, their eyes. You know what I mean? And they hair all super duper high. And they be riding with their team. They be like, hey, S.A., yeah, Viva Los Oreitas. <laughs> they show up to the Dodger games with their homeboy. They like, hey, we Dodger fans. Dodger it out. Head to toe. Head to toe, the Cholo chicks. You know what I mean? They be like this. They be like looking at her like, damn, if they get the Sharpie eyebrow. Yeah, they got the Sharpie eyebrows on, you know what I mean? And all that hair mousse in there. You're like, bro, these girls could get down and get busy. They serious about their football team. All right, they're not the girlfriend that comes in. She all holding you. You walking through all the damn stadium traffic. She just delaying you, holding you down. She's like, wait up for me. Mm. Not those type of girls. I hate taking those girls to the game. All right. You want some diehard ass. <laughs> Shout out to those hola, homies. Holy soul. All right. Those girls are those girls go by the body about their football team. All right. Anyway, Dr. Thunder in the building. He says, I told you to do Biden. Shout out to you. <laughs> I told you to do Biden. We're going to talk about that briefly. It's not on the it's not on the list. And he sends me a link. I'm, I'm sure that's to one of your videos. Shout out to you, brother. I appreciate you, man. Your videos are very, I like how eloquent they are. Over here, they're not very eloquent. All right, we got a couple more. Sonny D says, Coach, I listen to your blue chip mindset. Three, the secret to wealth. And I love how you talk about when you get wealthy, you do things that small to you. Oh, what is going on here? My computer. Is looking up something. Siri got activated. Hold on for a second. He says, I love how you talk about when you get wealthy, you do things that small to you, but it helps change people's lives. Like when the client clients gave you an Xbox for free when you were still climbing. Thanks, coach. Yep. Thank you. And um, check out all the blue chip mindset series if you want some motivation. I talk about my come up and the way I hustled and all of that stuff, but I also talk about the people who helped me. So now I help people where I am and it seems small to me but it's big to someone else and it actually helps them. You know, uh, it helps relieve some of the stress that you might have when you're coming up, when a, a person that's a little bit ahead of you can help you. Now in the Bible, they refer to helping someone who at least is helping themselves, right? 
you're help you're delivering a helping hand to someone that's at, at least extending their arm out to you for help. Unfortunately, we have a lot of people who aren't extending their arm out for help. Okay. They're actually trying to tell us they're looking at, at the bottom, like help, help, help. And then you help them and then nothing. It's worthless help. So you got to be careful about that. Couple more. No government name says happy belated coach. It's coming up. It's not belated yet, but we're almost there. We're almost there. We'll see. We'll throw a big party. Shout out to relevant music says joins join Patreon for money mindset. Is there a way to see the old videos? I don't know, man. I don't know what you people always ask that. They say they're having trouble seeing the old videos. I don't know what's going on there. Some of the videos are really, really old, and it was right before I was demonetized on YouTube, so I deleted a lot of those. So the ones that are probably more relevant were the last six months. The ones that are super old, like a year, year and a half, probably not because YouTube had that whole thing about my main channel, and then I had to get rid of some videos. Damn, y'all in here heavy on Cash App. Lord have mercy. All right, so um, who is this in here? We got three more. Then we'll get to the show. Shout out to my friends overcharge me. I keep forgetting your name. He says, Redbone bartender with hoop earrings almost got me. He says, you might have to warn the brothers about them Redbone devils in the building. Oh, shout out to the Redbones in the building. I don't deal with too many Redbones on the West Coast. I mean, we don't have the Redbones like we have. Midwestern and Southern Redbones are different than the ones on the West Coast. Because, um, you know, them Redbones are a little bit more. They got a great advantage on the in, in the South and in the Midwest, they don't have that advantage too much over here because if you want to go light, bright, almost white, you can go all the way white. You can go all the way Latina. You don't have to just be like, all right, I'll, I don't, I want a sister, but I don't want her dark. I'll just get red bone. And they got a tremendous advantage in the South and in the Midwest. Tremendous. Their advantage doesn't live as big on the West Coast. So I can't really testify to it too much but when i lived in louisiana i messed with some red bones <laughs> i messed with some red bones it's crazy yeah they are the they are the devil <laughs> they are the, hey to some men they're the devil for sure and if anybody don't know what we're talking about for our white audience red bones are women who are light-skinned essentially they're light-skinned black women they got semi good hair compared to the darker skinned black women. And so if you're living in a in an area where you can't really just go across racial lines, these women are almost, you know what I mean? Like historically, they're the women that have the advantage because people will give them the advantage because they they say their characteristics, they they look better. Right. And if you don't like darker skinned women, you go for lighter, lighter skinned women. And so there's this feeling that they're the better looking of the, the women. And there's a there's a big fight there. What was that movie? Uh, School Days. School Days was the movie where they highlighted this fight between the light skins and the dark skins. Am I not correct? Am I correct about that? School Days was the one. School Days, uh, they were had the darkies and the lighties. What did they call them in School Days? Yeah, man, you got to go back and look at that movie and they would break it down. So uh, that would if you don't know about the difference between dark skinned black women and light skinned black women, the red bone issue is a big deal. High yellow, light, bright, almost white ass girls. All right. So there's a whole fight. There's a whole fight within black people on light skin and dark skin. It, it gets kind of weird. It gets very weird. He says, uh, messed around with a Chevy. That was kind of heavy out there in the sticks. And man, 
I must say that country music kind of slaps. It is. He says, yeah, I'm chilling on the dirt road, laid back, swerving like I'm George Jones. Country music is litty. Although it's simpish, it's a little litty. Okay. It's a litty in the right atmosphere. <laughs> right. Last one. Ernest says, shout out to the CDL coach gang. You saved me every stream, coach. I'm 34 east side, Salt Lake City. I know what that is. I'm 40 racks up. Wow. He says, all because I chose to be on the dark side. He says, going to buy a dump truck and be an owner operator making 90 an hour, outgrowing my friends fast. Much love, coach. Appreciate that, man. It doesn't take very long for men to outgrow their friends and outgrow the normies. All you got to do is apply yourself, go into a, uh, a phase of monk mode. You will change your direction in your life really quickly. If you're struggling as a man, if you're struggling as a man, first thing you need to do um, is get rid of low-class women. Stop dealing with them. Don't let them waste your time. Then the next thing you do is try to segment yourself away from your friends. Your friends are holding you back more than you know. And then give it about a year, come back to it, and you'll see that those people were no good to you. They were holding you back and you were wasting a lot of time. You also were wasting a lot of sense of, uh, you know, you, you, were, you didn't want to lose these people. Oh, I don't want to lose them. I don't want to go ahead. I don't want to feel like I'm better than them. But as you know, I'm a pure classist. I, I have a little bit of an ego. I'm a bit of a Coachellini over here. So with that being said, it's not that hard for me to separate from low-class individuals. Mm. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the show. Wow, did you guys hear? Before we go into Straggle and Sniggle Theater, did you hear Joe Biden, your boy Joe Biden? I've done some dumb things, and I'll do dumb things again. He has reneged. Uh, excuse the word there. He's reneged on the student. Well, he hasn't reneged. He false promised. They bait and switched. They reversed uh, direction on the student loan relief. Okay. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and say that. Boy, oh boy. I got money. They reversed on many people qualifying for student loan relief. Lord have mercy. And I don't think the normies have heard this yet. This is going to affect allegedly. 700,000 borrowers, borrowers, I can never say that word, and they're no longer going to qualify for student loan debt relief. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, if you were in the know, and, of course, you, if you weren't arguing against the CGA, the coaches, sociopolitical and economic information that I give you, I kind of felt this coming. And even then, Nancy Pelosi even said, after Joe Biden promised to do this, Nancy Pelosi said, Joe Biden can't do that. <laughs> Joe Biden can't do that. Now, if you do know and you saw my intro, most of these are going to be women. They're going to be very upset that they don't qualify. Now, if they probably, and I don't know, I, I don't know the, the ins and outs and the ins and outs and the outs and ends about this, but they said if your student loan debt is held by a private lender, meaning the U.S. Department of Education no longer holds that debt. You don't qualify no more. Now, this probably is going to go to the people who went to non, I mean, they went to for-profit universities. Many of their student debt might not be U.S. Department of Education held. So a lot of almost 1 million people who thought they were going to get 10,000 off, 20,000 off, they're not going to get anything off. Woo! You went to the University of Phoenix. This is just a guess. 
highly likely your student loan debt might not be considered erasable. Oh, my goodness. And what does this mean? A lot of women are going to be mad out here. It is all Jermaine Fultz. It's always Jermaine Fultz. Yeah, boy, Biden. I'm going to say 70% since 70% of the student loan debt, nearly 70%, nearly 70% of the student loan debt is held by women. I'm going to say nearly 70% of these people who are going to not qualify are going to be women. We already know this. And they're going to be mad about the money. Hundreds of thousands of borrowers will no longer qualify for President Joe Biden's student loan forgiveness program, according to the new guidances, guidance from the U.S. Department of Education. In a stunning reversal from previous guidelines, many borrowers who have federal student loans that are owned by private entities are no longer eligible for debt relief. As recently as yesterday, the site said that they were working on solutions for these borrowers. <laughs> nope. This is a gut punch, to say the least. In August, the Biden administration announced that the government would forgive up to $10,000 in federal student loans for those making less than $125,000 a year for individuals or $250,000 a year for married couples and head of households and up to $20,000 for Pell Grant recipients who meet the income threshold. Private loan holders are not included in this plan, unfortunately. And I believe if you hold the debt for longer than anticipated, you might not qualify either. One more couple of things here. It says federal student loan borrowers who have their loans. Wait, I already read that part. Borrowers with FFEL or Perkins loans not held by the education department can only qualify for forgiveness if they apply for consolidation before September 29th. I got some news for you. September 29th has passed. <laughs> okay. This article was released on September 29th. Mm. Highly unlikely that you knew about this particular situation here. Okay, so here we go right there. You got a whole bunch of things here. This is some straggling and sniggle stuff. I tell you, you guys better be on your P's and Q's related to this. This is actually crazy. This is the bait and switch, and it's real. There's 70,000, 700,000 more angry people now in dealing with... um. You're dealing with the situation where you were looking forward to the relief, and now you're not going to get it. And, of course, now you've made up your mind. Who were you going to vote for for midterm elections? And, of course, it's no longer going to be that situation. They know you've already cast your votes in the mail-in ballot. Okay, let's get to this next situation here because you're going to see a lot more of this clown world stuff. Let's go ahead and share this profile up. And if you don't know, seeking arrangements used to be Liddy. Now it's full of desperate people. It's full of people who are coming over from the dating apps. We're going to talk about dating in a minute. They're coming over from the dating apps thinking that they can pull that same bullshit that they pull on Tinder and Bumble over here on Seeking. But here's what we got here. <laughs> here's a Seeking profile shared on the CoachGregAdams.Locals.com page. This is, a, this is a woman. I don't know what women think about that. What is going on out here? The barbarians at the gate. This woman says this is her profile on a profile that used to be called Seeking Arrangement. Now it's called Seeking because they just transferred. They're trying to be a regular dating app now. Okay, because the, the CEO got married to a sugar baby and he's in love. So now they're trying to go mainstream. The problem with going mainstream is that normie women will come on with mainstream ideas. And meanwhile, everybody else, we, we're still trying to do arrangements over there. She says inflation is rough especially where I live. Well, that sounds like your fault. I'm living paycheck to paycheck, barely getting by. Help a girl out. This is, <laughs> this is broke, 
broke bridge economics. <laughs> this is the barbarian at the gate. Wow. She says, I refuse to do anything sexual for someone wanting to be kind. <laughs> okay. Uh, listen, just be nice. Just hand over the money. Stick up kids is out the jack. What the hell? I refuse to do anything sexual for someone wanting to be kind. Just help a girl out. She says, I would love to grab food and share a heart to heart talks. Nope. King crab is my favorite. <laughs> this girl, go, dude, is this real? This girl want king crab. You guys know what the going rate for king crab is. It's not cheap. And she just wants a heart to heart talk. And she just wants you to hand over the money. Just hand over the money. She also says, she also says, is he seeking att attentive, which would be attention, emotional connection, flexible schedule, life of leisure, life of leisure, long-term relationship, luxury lifestyle, and shows and entertainment. Why not? Hey, man, there's simps out here. Just give me the money. Below, she says platonic relationships. Platonic. Mm. What's wrong with these women, man? And in capitals, I will not have sex for allowances. So if those are your attention, don't bother messaging me. Do us both a favor and not waste each other's or either of us's times. What the hell? Do you realize what site you're on? Don't ask for scandalous pics. Respect is earned, not expected. Well, let's just go ahead and give her the... <laughs> oh, Jesus now, why would you go on that site for that? I mean, there's got to be a lane for that. Why would you waste your time? This isn't even Tinder. This is not even Bumble. Why would you waste your time going over there? That's seeking. But she's having so much trouble getting men to do just the basic things that she's got to go over there and ruin everybody's experience. Remember, if you've been on my live streams about this, CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. I was telling you maybe about three months ago, I said the normies are coming over now and it's messing everything up. So people are coming over there, normies, old women, 50, 70-year-old women coming in there, spoil me. And it's ruining everything else because everybody knows what we're doing over there. It's not necessarily transaction, but you can't come over there saying, I ain't going to do this and I ain't doing that. <laughs> this is just a waste of everybody's time. But now people are desperate, so they are having to do this and they're going over there to ruin everybody else's time, ruin everybody's life, and all of that. All right, let's get the Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Here it is right here. Uh, the, wait a minute. That's not it. Here's the, here's the banner right here. Uh, let's talk about what you guys are dealing with out here. Do you guys see this stuff in real life? All right, let's go up and show this. Straggling Snickle Theater. Uh, the first one is going to be a woman who wants to get busy with you in the uh, on the uh, this road rage. Let's go ahead and see if we can play the clip. She just hit my car. What did I do? What did I do? What did I do? Why are you so mad? 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 Why are you threatening me? I'm just trying to get to work. I'm just trying to get to work. Oh, she getting out the car. She got the glitch. She got the blinky. Oh no, he got to drive away.
What is going on? Let's go ahead and give her a fail. This is Houston, Texas. Anybody live in Houston? These are your people. Are these your people? She's dressed like she's going to work. She's got a job. And I'm sure when she gets to her job, she's all nice and she's fun. You know, I have sisters like this that play nice. Oh, and I'm super nice and I'm a nice person. You know, the little slightest thing's going to set her off. And uh, I don't know what happened in this road raid incident, but it was enough for her to stop and get out her car and charge the guy, then hop back in her car and threaten the blanking. All right, let's go ahead and see that again. She's wanting to delete the guy. Let's go ahead and see. Uh, this is Houston, Texas. This show, people. You know, for her white boss, she's super nice. Hi, boss. Hi, manager. All right, when she get back in the... She get back, she clock out, she acting like this. She just hit my car. How does she get in the car that fast and pull up to the left? <laughs> How does she get in the car that fast to pull up on his left? That's actually weird. All right, but anyway. Uh, what did I do? What did I do? What? what? <laughs> Who auntie is that? <laughs> I just thought about it, Chad. Whose auntie is this? I just thought about that. What did I do? What did I do? Why are you Oh man, boy, she it's the music she's listening to, I think. So mad. Why are you so mad? Why are you so mad? Why are you so mad? Yeah, she on crack. This is crack. I think she's on drugs. Why? Why are you so mad? Oh, and she said he she going she going um she going to uh, blaze him up. She going to blaze him up. Why are you threatening me? I'm just trying to get to work. Wow. Man, who's in the relationship with this woman? Who got to go home to that? Try to get to work. She about to get back out. Oh my goodness, boy! She got the she got the blinky for sure. What? You better. Wow! I wonder what he did. You know what I mean? I wonder. That's what people say. You know, when men do things, when people do things against uh men that are caught, they're gonna say, "I wonder what he did." I mean, it had to be something significant here, I guess. Wow, it's tough out there for you brothers dealing with these women, man. They energy just all wrong, right? Let's go to another straggling sniggle here. Uh, we got a woman angry at Dunkin' Donuts, and she's going to go in on a little Latina chick, and the Latina chick ain't having it. This must be New York. We Let's check in with New York. I think we're going to go to New York here. Uh, let's go to Straggling Sniggle Theater here. Uh, let's check out Wacky Leftist. Wacky Dot Leftist. Um, let's see what's happening here. Let's go ahead and turn her up. I ain't here serving me. Fuck you, thank you, you. Now tell me to calm down. Now tell me to be quiet. Tatiana Alicia is not happy about this man. I'm not happy. That Puerto Rican chick, man, lit her up for some reason, man. And somebody needs to explain why she's in her pajamas early in the morning. All right, she's got her pajamas on. Let's go ahead and break this down and see what happened with Tatiana Alicia. What set her off? 
Um, and we, obviously, we don't know what happened before the camera started rolling, but we know she's in her pajamas. I don't know how they do it in New York, all right, but in places, in good places, you get dressed when you go out. All right, but let's go ahead and continue. She decided not to get dressed, and she got treated as uh, such. You know what I mean? She got treated because she came out sloppy. Let's go ahead and put it right here. Let's see. I don't know why people argue with fast food workers. <laughs> like, of all the people, man, they already feeling down bad about themselves. They already feeling like they not lose. They're not winning in life because the amount of hours they work, the paycheck don't work out. You know what I mean? Like they're they're working backwards, and they think they're getting ahead, but they're not working ahead. You know what I mean? It's like the whole the whole thing about fast food workers are they're miserable. Many of them are miserable. They don't even want to be there, but they gotta be there, and they gotta deal with people like you. Like don't argue with fast food food workers. Let's continue here. So it seems like at this particular point, um, she's slamming money on the counter, I think. I can't tell what she's doing or a purse or a money bag. And the other person said, calm down, which in the history of humanity, a, never, a black woman has never calmed down when you said calm down. They've mostly got enraged when you tell them to calm, calm down. But let's continue. And so Puerto Rican uh, Julia, Puerto Rican Julia over here, <laughs> she's throwing her hands up. Her blood is boiling as well. And if you know Puerto Rican women, it don't take them long to get their blood to boiling going either. All right. Because they nothing but they ninjas anyway. They just Spanish speaking ninjas. So now Julia, Puerto Rican Julia is now her blood is boiling. And now you got a confrontation between ninja, ninja, ninja. And Puerto Rican Julia said, hey, you throw money at me. I'm going to throw your change back to you. Now, she out of order as a fast food worker. You're not supposed to do this, Julia. Now, Julia from the South Bronx, she don't play that. You know what I mean? They both from the same housing projects. And you might think, oh, that's just a poor little skinny old little girl. But she's she can do some damage, too. Puerto Rican Julia can really get it litty. So don't think that she can't do nothing. And then, oh, they got the whole United Nations in there. So she must have grabbed some sort of container, liquid, or change in there. And then uh, somebody's trying to defuse the situation. Uh, somebody here, uh, yeah, anyway. And so uh, she's trying to defuse. She's going to walk away before she gets body slammed here. And then. It's the tip jar. I mean, people, I mean, this has got to be low class. I mean, you're in a fast food joint. You're in Dunkin Donuts arguing with a, a worker. She's just trying to make her way through life. It's not that serious, but this shows what type of class you have because you got to argue with somebody on that other side of that counter. I mean, it's 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 crazy. It's despicable. Sorry about your kids and everything. Look at this woman. Sorry about your kids, but she don't have no bra on, and she came out in pajamas. She came out in pajamas. Nothing says I need I, I need mental health therapy. They coming outside in your pajamas and a bonnet. She doesn't have a bonnet on, but I seen some young women wearing bonnets out in the bruh. Get yourself ready, but she's sorry about. 
misrepresenting herself and embarrassing herself in front of children. But who do you think you're talking to? I mean, how much did she spend in there? Three dollars and seventy-five cents. She's already taken off her jacket. You would be willing to go to jail over Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, tell you, man, this is this is literally the world we're living in. And uh, I'm, I, I'm, of course, you can probably say men are doing this in public, but we're showing it on the other side. And this is what you're getting. I think people are going to be when the economy starts to collapse even more. You're going to see more of this behavior. Oh, she grabbed the coffee pot. That's what she grabbed. She grabbed the coffee pot. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, man. Send the asteroid. Send the asteroid. This woman. These are the women that you see in on dating apps. Wow. I mean, it's reprehensible behavior at this point. It's a little tough to deal with. A little tough to deal with. So that's the sapphire behavior. A lot of people do feel disrespected in grocery stores and stuff like that. But these people are just trying to go. They're working class. They're trying to get through their day. There's no need to escalate with this group of people. I mean, most of the time, they're dealing with some stresses that you don't want to know about. And uh, wow, sad situation there. Let's go to the Super Chats, and then we'll get on to the next point. Get on to the next point. Wow. Super Chat. Ability over on the Notorious CGA channel. Well, do me a favor. Hit the like button in the building. Shout out to the dictator. Broncos country. Let's ride. King KT the King says him stay hating on the Chargers. I'm not hating on the Chargers, but they just division rivals. Hang on. We'll see what happened to them. He says NBA preseason begins this week. Shout out to the NBA. I should be at a game, maybe. All right. <laughs> All right. Domain Stickle says my baby mama is a red bone and she's pure. Hell, don't do it. Again, if you're dealing with red bones, they tend to have an advantage. They have a, a class mentality, not only because they're born with a lighter shade of darker skin, and they will leverage it for sure. They're going to leverage it for sure, and they can put you through hell. More guys are willing to deal with more BS with red bones than they are probably with dark-skinned women, but I can't speak on that 100%. But they're going to put you through some dynamics that's just going to make you crazy. What you do with a red bone? is you show them that you can date a white girl. <laughs> That's how you hold leverage over a red bone. Okay, You show her that you're willing to deal with white girls. You're like, oh, work? Okay, I'll go all the way white. All right, you think I'm, you think I'm playing around here? I'll date a... <laughs> I'll date a full-ass white girl on you. That's how you do it. That's how you get leverage over them. Because <laughs> they thinking... You ain't going to go any lighter than this. Oh, yeah. I'll go all the way light. I'll go all the way absent of melanin. Melanin. Anyway, that's the only way you can get a red bone in check. Because they think this the lightest you going. They, you got to put up with me because I'm light, bright, almost white. Paper brown pack, brown paper bag test. Uh-huh. Can't go any lower than this. Just the brownest you can go. Show up with a white girl. She'd be like, oh, shit, I can better get in line. He will go all the way. Puerto Rican, too? Oh, Lord. He going with the Puerto Rican? <laughs> all right, anyway. Oh, yeah. Show up with a pale white girl with the blue veins. You know what I mean? She got blue veins in her forehead, blue veins all in her skin. She's a redhead. She ain't got no eyebrows. She got light-ass <laughs> light eyelashes you can't even see. She looked like a baby bird. She looked sick. 
go all the way white. They'll be like, look, look at what I can do to your ass. <laughs> all right, anyway, uh, Vaughn says, Coach, the BW that posted nudes in front of the Florida A&M statue said they don't give her her diploma. She's actually outing three professors. Yep, I actually did a story on that where she's just basically going to go postal. She's going to go scorched earth. And a lot of professors are going to lose her job, lose their jobs because they probably did some things to her. And they probably, you know, she probably got a letter grade better because professors decided to sleep with that booty. booty. <laughs> and now the professors are like, oh, don't say nothing, man. We did that scorched earth uh, mentality. Uh, that's common of women. There are some men that will use scorched earth. But mostly men know I'm not going to go scorched earth. I took, I'll take the L. Women aren't going to take an L. If they make themselves look bad, they're like, oh, y'all roasting me? Okay, guess what? Scorched earth. You always have to worry about scorched earth with women. I'm going to show you. Maybe if we have time, I'm going to show you about this. Uh, it seems like a Spanish woman going crazy on some dude's car. You never know what woman's going to go scorched earth. All right, shout out to Bob. He says, I just called the student loan department and they didn't even realize the application. Wow. He says, they said they will release the app beginning in October. Hmm. They don't even, well, the problem with the student loan uh, departments is because they can't catch up with the po politics we're doing and the politics are slow, just so you guys know. And they even admitted when Biden announced this reversal, um, I mean, the, he announced the first student loan package, the student loan companies came out and said, we were not even going to be able to deal with this, what they're doing. And they thought it wasn't fair to them what Biden said that they would do. Now you have a double whammy because now they're reversing the fortune. And now the student loan people are going to have to catch up. I don't think they'll have it straight until somewhere January or February at the earliest, but it's going to cause a lot of confusion. A lot of people are thinking that their debt is going to get automatically wiped away. These companies don't have the proper application it's the government. It's the government. The worst people to do anything since the beginning of time. Governments are very inefficient at running things. So it's going to cause a lot of confusion. But what tends to, what's going to happen, what's going to happen is a lot of people are going to be behind in their student loan. And it's going to affect your credit ratings. The student loan companies even came out and said that when Biden announced it. There's like a lot of people are going to get be late on their student loans. So catch up with that. You need to really be. Um, contact with your whoever's holding your student loan get in contact with them because otherwise you're going to be behind on payments because october the payments kick back in i believe i think in the article it said october the payments kick back in so if you're thinking you're going to get twenty thousand dollars off and uh, the payments have kicked in with your student loan company that's going to mess everybody up okay so be conscious of these things when it comes to the government they're very inefficient they're clown they're clowns and they're going to get you hemmed up this is why I say don't depend on the government. They're, they're clowns. It says December. Okay, December, the payments kick back in. Okay, the, the governments are clowns. When you deal with, when you depend on anything they do, this is why I'm kind of independent of them. I'm going to get to PayPal's next. I want to be as independent as possible because they're, they're, they're goofballs. I don't like anything they do. It's always delayed. It's never what they promise. I can't be dependent on them. Jim status says, what happened in the Dunkin' Donut video was workers were taking too long with Sharkeisha's order and Sharkeisha 
said she had to leave to give. Oh, she want oh, one of those. So she wanted she had to leave. They were taking too long and she wanted her money back. And the worker placed the money on the counter instead of in Sharkeesh's hand. And she flipped over that. OK, oh, man, listen, you went to the fast food restaurant and I don't know. I don't know why is that uh, something to flip all over. And she probably was disrespectful. Shout out to Jim Status's Happy Hispanic Heritage Month. Month. A quote from a Hispanic character, Antonio Montana says, money, power, respect, then women. And these simps are doing it backwards. Get fit, get money, and hit the like button. CGA is the GOAT. Yep, the women are a byproduct. I want to keep explaining this to you. Women are a byproduct of your success. Yes, it's hypergamy. Yes, it sucks. Yes, you know, the women that you thought loved you never really loved you. The, we talked about them being symbiotes. We talked about them, um, you know, wanting to wanting the best available man financially. It is what it is. I know people get mad at that. They should love me for me. Where's my love me for me, ninjas? A woman should love me for me. She should love me for my game. She should love me for what? You guys sound delusional out here. He also says, I'm that cat by the bar toasting to the good life. He says, you that rainbow ass ninja trying to get me, pull me back, right? He says, 50 cent. He says, this explanation, this, I'm sorry, this explains perfectly the community top crab in a bucket mentality. Uh, the community top's got to get that together. I feel bad for the community top because uh, once a guy makes it out, they want to drag him back in. And uh, it's kind of a weird dynamic. Maybe we'll go into it later. Kaylin Ferguson says, don't take this personally, coach. But you Raider fans are in the same boat as the Cowboy fans. Y'all all, all lo love to live in the past. Your teams haven't won the big one in 30 years. Just like Troy Emmett and Michael aren't walking through that door. Oh, my God. He's going in. He says, neither is Marcus Allen and Howie Long. Take it easy. Larry Bird's not walking through <laughs> that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door. And Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. Take it easy. <laughs> All right. Come on, man. Why are you doing me this bad? Why are you doing me like that? Good Lord. <laughs> Ease up. Why are you burning me, Ben? It ain't that. It ain't. He said, I'll be long. Relax. What did I do to you? <laughs> hey, we went to the Super Bowl in 1999 or whatever it was, 2000, 2001. Ease up a little bit, man. Come on, man. Why are you trying to go for the jugular? All right. Anyway, Grease Man Texas says, I just watched the first Uncle Tom movie, which is a good movie. He says that we'll be watching the second one. It was a great movie and reared some ugly truths about the Democrat Democrat Party and its effects it had on the black community over the years. I also see it as a great history histor or history document as well. He says, and they should ask you to be in part three, CGA. You are and will be a bigger role model for young black men and overall for young women. Young women. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I tried my best, man. I'm reading across the room. And he says, keep up the excellent work, man. He says a, a role model for young men and women, too. By the way, hey, shout out to you. Hey, Uncle Tom 3, pull me in. By the way, I've had a female watcher find me in public. All right? We bumped into each other. It was a woman. And she was like, hi, coach. Shout out to her. She was like, thank you so much for your work. I was like, hello. All right. 
uh, met her, bumped into her at the Golden Knights game. All right, shout out to her. We were sitting in the good section away from the – no, I'm just playing. <laughs> Y'all going to be bad at me. Uh, but, yeah, man, I'm a role model for women, young men, and whatnot. And uh, if you haven't seen the Uncle Tom documentary, you guys should check it out. It's very interesting. Some people will completely vehemently be against it. Um, but uh, it's very interesting. Let me do two more and get back to the show. We're going to call you German, says, Coach, that happens a lot where you'll give them money only to receive your change on the counter. But people will classify this as disrespect, right? This is disrespect. So I give, what do you mean? You give them the money to their hand and they'll give it to you on the counter. Uh, I'm not sure. It could be cultural. Some people look at it as a, a means of disrespect for you to get the money back. So they everybody wants to hand their money back. They want to get it in their hand. Some cultures, that's disrespectful. Even if you go um, overseas, even if you go to another country, they don't exchange the money hand to hand. They will put it on the counter. So it, it could be different for me. I don't want to hand it directly to you. It's fine. Put it on the counter. I don't know why people are like, is this a big deal? Like, <laughs> yeah, some people think it's, um, it's a sign of disrespect. And so that's obviously what she thought. This was a sign of disrespect. You didn't hand it to me. You should hand it to me. Somebody said that's how they do it in Japan. Right. I think in one of the Asian cultures, they don't hand it back to you. And um, are you going to flip in, if you go to Japan? <laughs> are you going to flip you in Japan and they don't hand it to you right to your face, right to your hand? Are you going to flip out? I, I probably not. They're like, no. How dare you? I think that's extremely sensitive. That's kind of a sign of, again, let me just say this. Low caste individuals will fight a low class individual over that. Now, if I'm in a high-class restaurant and they do something sideways, I would be like, why are you treating me with this level of disrespect? I'm a high-class individual, and you must not have recognized that. But this is Dunkin' Donuts, right? This is Dunkin' Donuts. I could probably wash that away. I'd be like, look at this low-class individual. That's why you're working at Dunkin' Donuts. That's what I would probably say. I wouldn't say it to her. I would just think that, well, obviously. Obviously, water sinks to its own level or whatever. It's like, obviously... You're low class. I don't know if I feel. <laughs> I don't know. That's like I tell you, brothers, don't argue with somebody that calls you the N word. I always tell young black men this. I'm like, consider the source. Like, look at him. Like, he barely has two teeth in his mouth. He's been on meth all his life. He barely has a belt. But y'all will let Trailer Park Trash call you the N word and then you'll knock him out. I'm going to knock you out. Why? There's nothing that person can do to you. He has no power over you. He knows you have power in class over you, over him, and that's the only thing that they can reach towards. Dame Digi in the building, he says, I learned about manipulation because I was raised in a house of three light-skinned women. Yes, indeed. Ooh. Light-skinned women are a little bit tough. Light-skinned women mad right now because we picking on them, but you guys know how you work. You guys know how you are. But if you've been raised around women, the best red pill that I can give you is to be either working around women or raised with women. I have I have um, significantly more female cousins than male cousins. I have um, four step sisters and a stepbrother. OK, I have a stepmother and a mother, a single mother. I have of all of my uh, all of my aunts and uncles, I have way more aunts than uncles. And I've always worked around women. So this idea that I can pedestalize women, I can't do it. I don't see them in that light. I don't see women in that light where, 
oh, wow, this one's fantastic. This one's different. And people say, how did you get married? Well, I've actually explained that. It wasn't like I fell in love. It was some other shit we'll talk about. I mean, I've already talked about it. But I don't I can't look at women like that. Like I see one and like, oh, gosh, this is the one. She's fantastic. She's not like those other girls. These other girls are actually weirdos. This one's got her head on straight. I never look at it like that. I looked at I looked at them like a fallible human being. They have problems. They have mad issues. <laughs> All right. So let's get into uh, oh, this one's going to be important, man. This one's going to be important. Let's talk about these STIs and condom usage. These articles are going to back up something that I've suspected. And let me just say this from the beginning, because a lot of people like to read between the lines of what I'm saying. Most often, I tell it directly how it is. I don't need you to read between the lines. So somebody's going to say, are you advocating for non-condom usage? I've heard somebody try to take my message and flip that into this. I'm just telling you what the reality is. I tell you guys to strap up or I tell you don't even dip, dip, dive in some of these women. But I'm going to give you the actual factuals about condom uses and the rise of STIs. This is going to be a problem in our country. And shout out to. Uh, oh, I'm going to give you a shout out later. Hold on for a second. My name slipping my mind. Name slipping my mind. But he covered this in the video. Uh, let's go ahead and see what area do I need to go in right now. Okay, we're going to share this screen right here. We're going to get this woman off the... Okay, oh, we're going to get to her in a minute. That Speaking of red bones, here's a red bone right here. We're going to get to her in a minute. All right, so let's go into this one right here. STI rise. A shocking rise in STIs during C-19 alarms health workers. Let's go ahead and get... Whoa, hold up for a second. Hold up. And that's you. <laughs> so... We got a lot of people leaking the need to go see the doctor and they drip, drip, dripping and puss, puss, pussing. And they fuss, fuss, fussing. All right, here it is right here. This is September 28th. So this is current information. This is a microbiologist. He works in the lab where testing for STIs is carried out. And this is in Oklahoma City. All right, but this is in for, for uh, Pew, Pew Research, right? This is nationwide. And it says right here in 2019, Columbus, Ohio had, hold on for a second. Oh, man, this is a different tab. I can't make it larger that fast. Let me see if I can make it larger. Oh, there it is. Let's zoom in. There it is. All right. In 2019, Columbus, Ohio had seven reported cases of congenital syphilis or cases in which a newborn child was infected during pregnancy. Two years later, that number rose to 20. And now, year to date, we've already seen 28 cases. This is Dr. Myshika Roberts, the city's health commissioner, he says one of this year's cases, she added, resulted in the death of a child. Cases of congenital syphilis in the United States climbed by a whopping 184 percent between 2017 and 2021. Now, I actually warned you guys that that's going to be long ranging effects of the, the lockdown, the quarantine and all of these things, namely abuse, domestic violence, uh, mental health, STDs. There's going to be rotten pregnancies, rotten crotch and all kinds of stuff. Hookup culture and all of these things, right? Quarantine booze. It says right here. Oh, wait a minute. Why did I take that off the screen? Oh, okay. I got to go to a tab here. It says, according to the federal S uh, CDC, it says, but that's only one element of the explosive rise of STIs, known as STIs, right? It says, which one expert in the field describes as an out-of-control pandemic 
that began in the 2010s and became supercharged during the 2019, uh, 2019 pandemic. Okay. Mm. Now, remember, we've been telling you that 2010 out of control pandemic. 2010 was what? The rise of the digital sexual revolution. 2012 is what I identified as the rise, the change in directions of relationship and the rise of hookup culture. 2010, the advent of the, the uh, smartphone and Tinder and Instagram. And so since then, and they're saying it's an out of control pandemic. Why? Everybody's hooking up with everyone else. Experts and public health say COVID-19 contributed to a rise in STI uh, by preventing people from getting routine health care where STI screenings can occur. It's also siphoned public health care workers from STI work to focus on C-19. It says we see 19 still festering and a battered and unfunded public health care workforce also is tasked with trying to turn the tide on the rising number of STI cases, now including monkeypox, or we call it booty pox, which also is mostly spread through sexual contact and also through the reading rainbow culture. Hey, what happened to monkeypox? Are they still talking about that? What happened to booty pox? Remember, they was talking about booty pox left and right, and then they came out with the numbers. Well, 98% of booty pox is transmitted, and then dogs started getting booty pox, and then kids started getting booty pox, and then booty pox, the conversation about booty pox is gone. All of a sudden, I can fly twice as high, way up in the sky. Take a look. It's in a book. Hey. All of a sudden, they're not talking about booty pox. When dogs start catching booty pox, everybody's quiet now. They're like, mm, yeah, no, it's not spreading no more. Remember, it was spreading like crazy. Everybody going to get booty pox. You get booty pox. Everybody get booty pox. All of a sudden, kids start getting booty, booty pox. Yeah, we'll drop it. <laughs> eh, no need to worry about it. It's all under control now. Like, where did it go? Where did it go? And that's you. All right. Anyway, I'm just asking questions here. I'm just asking because they don't talk about it. I haven't heard anybody talking about it no more. All of a sudden it's gone. These are shocking numbers, says David Harvey, executive director of the National Coalition of STDs. They don't call them STDs no more. Says uh, who characterized the situation as out of control, gentlemen, out of control. STDs and STIs are out of control. It says right here. Uh, why did they switch to the term STI? Oh, again. It says, Harvey says, despite his organization's name, it prefers the term STI as less stigmatizing. I don't care what you call it. You still got syphilis. <laughs> I don't care what you call it. You still got gonorrhea. You still got booty pox. I don't care what you call STD or STI. So everybody's, it's not an actual STD coach. It's still an STD for my old head. I I'm an old head. It's still an STD. Back in the day, they used to call it a, uh, they didn't call it an STD back in the day. They called it a, uh, God dang, what did they call it? It sounded even worse back in the day. You had a, what did they call it back in the day? Where's my old, old heads at? <laughs> he said burn dick. No, they call it a, no, they call it something else. Oh, venereal disease. They called it a venereal disease. That's what really was disgusting. <laughs> they would call it, you got a venereal disease. Now, that sounds very stigmatizing, like you burning in your crotch. Yeah, there we go. You had a VD. You had a venereal disease. Yes, 
That's what they used to call it. Now, that tells you exactly what you got going on. All right. They nothing more stigmatizing. Oh, you got a venereal disease. That was the old old heads. That's the old pimp back in the day where you used to get your penicillin shot and clear up. Oh, I got a venereal disease. Give me a little penicillin. Clean all of that up. That was before AIDS. That was before AIDS. Now, AIDS changed it, and then it was a STD. But you had a venereal disease. You was burning. Yeah, venereal disease. That sounds like you about to die. I'm about to die. I got venereal disease, so I'm out. Mm. It's time to go. <laughs> so, that, oh, it's an STI. Nope, you got an STD. All right, continuing on with this, and then we'll get to the condom usage here. It says, according to preliminary numbers, from the CDC, the overall number of syphilis cases, which includes congenital syphilis and syphilis transmitted through sexual contact, rose 70%, 70 percent, 70 percent between 2017 and 2021. It increased by nearly 28 percent in 2021 alone, the second year of the C-19 pandemic in 2021. The rate of syphilis in the United States reached 51.5 cases per 100,000 people, the highest rate since 1990, bruh, and this greatest number of overall cases, which is 171,074 since 1951. We in a full-out STI panel out here. Everybody's, this crazy, right? Everybody's swapping partners. You have the prevalence of poly relationships. You have these open relationships out here. You got the skeezers, scabbingly skeezers out here. You got uh, serial dating. You got seeking. I mean, there's too much. Everybody's swapping sex. Right, right. Uh, the they're going to break this down by gender, I believe. We'll get into that. The increase in congenital syphilis has been even steeper than the syphilis transmitted through sexual contact, 184.5% over five years and 24% between 2020 and 2021 in 2020 the last year for which the cdc has data there were 149 stillbirths or infant deaths associated with congenital syphilis more than triple the number for four years earlier you can argue that each case you can argue that every case is one that could have been prevented all right here we go right here let's see if i can break this down here Cases of chlamydia and gonorrhea also saw significant increases between 20 and 21. He says, though, not nearly as steep as those from syphilis. <laughs> like syphilis, the infection rate for chlamydia and gonorrhea has been rising for years. Though the increase for chlamydia has been more uneven than the other two. Overall, 2.5 million Americans in the United States have reported to have been infected with one of these three STIs in 2021. The CDC has yet to report the 2021 heavy jivy numbers. Wow. Uh, they're going to talk about the funding and all of that stuff. But let me bring to some attention here. Oh, hold for a second here. Let me see if I could get the genders in here. But I will have to go to another piece of data to get the genders and talk about, okay, I'm going to have to go to another piece of data here. When it comes to genders, women are more likely carriers than men, statistically. So it's going to be something like one in four women versus one in six men. Now, women are going to say, well, the men got the dirty Johnsons around here. And this could be true. I'm not saying that the men don't have the dirty Johnsons around there. There's some dudes around here with the dirty Johnson Rodneys. But 
what tends to happen is because women tend to share sexual partners, meaning they tend to ignore the bottom 70% of men. There's only a small portion of men that have the Dirty Johnson in comparison to a larger group of women because, number one, anatomically, there are things can be boiling up inside of them as opposed to men who can boil on the outside. And then there's a small percentage of men getting with a larger portion of women. So women have the Dirty Johnson dude, but that's because they're all aiming for a similar type dude. This is why the numbers are off. There's anatomical situations related to cleanliness. It's harder to clean an area when it's everything's on the inside. We can talk about that. But then when everything's on the outside, it's, it's easier to clean and be able. But the problem with this, these things is people don't have symptoms that you can see. The symptoms don't are, are not overwhelmingly. They're easy to ignore. For instance, you might have a high fever. You might realize it. You might have a rash or a slight rash. You might not realize you're a carrier but you can still be a carrier. Your your anatomy could be on the inside. You don't realize what's going on on the inside. You could be just experiencing some cramps and you can have one of these STIs. I'm just giving you, this is news all men should know. Not only that, if you're cut between cut and uncut men, sometimes you can carry more than not, all right? And I've actually shown you the statistics. I'm not discriminating against men who are cut or who are not cut. But when you're uncut, things could be caught and trapped in areas that are not cleaned normally, regularly. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know. I'm just letting y'all know. I've done, by the way, if you're mad, if you're mad about this, I've already given the data on this one. If you, if you will, I don't want to get a little bit too nasty. It's early in the morning. <laughs> it's early in the morning. Um, anyway, and go get your panels, guys. It might cost you $125. If you have work benefits, it'll cost you a little bit lesser. Go get your panels if you out here in these streets. Uh, wait, <laughs> I didn't mean that. Hold on for a second. I didn't mean that one. I should, I meant this one. In these streets. Okay, let's go to condom usage, which is going to be another indicator of why STIs are passed. <laughs> let's go to condom usage, which I've always suggested that dudes don't be wearing condoms. Uh, we're going to get to that light skin in a minute. This is an article right here. Only about one third of Americans use condoms. These aren't the best methods of birth control, but they do help prevent STDs. This is from an older article, but it's still relevant today. Condoms can help prevent pregnancy and the spread of STDs, but only about a third of Americans use them. The use of condoms is a public health issue. But y'all was running around here scared about the mysterious flying virus. I think this is much more deadly. The use of condoms is a public health issue, says Casey Copen, a statistician at the U.S. Center of Disease Control, CDC, and all of them people. STDs can lead to long-term consequences such as infertility. Infertility. And that's you. All right, so uh, yeah, this is uh, women who want to last longer, and um, meaning they want to put themselves out there and get married at 35 and 36. Well, if they've had a history of STDs, it could lead to infertility or fertility issues. This is another reason why leftover women aren't that attractive here. It says condoms, when used consistently and correctly, reduces the risk of the heavy-jivy and the STDs. And about 20 million new cases of STDs are diagnosed every year. 20 million. These infections include HPV, gonorrhea, 
chlamydia, syphilis, hepatitis, and the heavy jimmy. The choice to whether to wear or use a condom or not is influenced by the number of factors. These include a woman's desire to get pregnant, one's experience using other methods of contraceptives, and the relationship of the partners. People who say that they are dating casually use more condoms than people who say that they are cohabitating or engaged. Okay. Most people who use condoms say that they use them to prevent pregnancy and avoid STDs. We all know this. It says right here, one expert says there are other better choices of birth control. All right, we're getting in right here. It says right here, we have been, or we have much better uses of birth control than a condom. If people don't want to have a baby, they should be using more effective methods. It says right here, but condoms do play a role in preventing STDs. Other people don't know that they have an STD until it's too late or they are infertile or infertile or sick. This is when people know they have an STD. We know that condoms can prevent against STDs. So why would you deliberately place yourself in a position to get hepatitis B, C, or the hibby-jibby? I understand human nature, but take responsibility and think ahead. Now, this is all related to, uh, you know, they want you to decrease the population, so they want more people to strap on. But they're also admitting that condom usage, there's better forms of S, uh, birth control, which is going to be medication. Okay, it says right here, for uh, October 10 report, Copen collected data on condom usage amongst men and women from age 15 to 44 from 2011 to 2015. It says the findings were compared with the survey from 02 to 06 and from 2010. Here's the results. The researcher interviewed 11,300 women and more than 9,300 men about condom usage. And it says during that time, about 24% of women and 34% of men used the condom during their last intercourse. Their last. Now, with hookup culture, remember, we talked about this overlapping, this temporary sexual exclusivity. We talked about these things. You're dating a woman, but she's still with her ex, and the ex is going in raw, but you're on the third date with her, and you're wearing a condom. Well, between date number two and three, she went rawski with her ex. And 24% of women and 34% of men said they used condoms during their last interaction or their last intercourse. That's an increase for men since 2002, which was about 30%. And it says right here, among those who use condoms, nearly 60% of women and 56% of men said condoms were the only means of contraception used in the past year. About 25% of women and 33% of men use condoms plus a hormonal method of birth control. All right, so they doubled up. 15% of women and 10% of men use condoms plus a non-hormonal conception, uh, contraception, which is interesting. Copen also found that during the past month's intercourse, 18% of women and nearly 24% of men use the condom every time. 18% of women use the condom every time. I don't know if you know math, but that leaves out 82%. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you do math, but 82% of women did not use condoms every time. Okay. I'm not a big fan of condoms. Like, I would rather not have the sex altogether, right? I'd be like, that's okay. <laughs> all right, that's all right. If I'm going to be with someone and cohabitating in long-term relationshiping and dating and all that stuff, I'd rather just be like, I'll go without. Because all it is is simulated sex, all right? 
many times it's just simulated. You need other sort of stimuli to get you off. Um, the next available thing to condoms is just simulating sex altogether. Have the person sitting across the room from you stroking each other like two Mormons. <laughs> right? You just imagining the person over there. You're like, oh, okay, take that shirt off. All right, pull the titty out. <laughs> here we go right here. Uh, many times you got to go in to get the liquid out and you got to get all kind of artificial stuff. You got to start using rings on your salami. It, the one, When you get older, it gets worse. When you're older, it gets worse. And by the way, for the men who are cut, it's worse because you don't, you lose a sensation altogether already. You already got a lack of sensation because you're cut. And then the fact then you throwing on a shield on top of it and then you got to go in to get the, art, the lubrication and put a ring, bruh. Just stay home. Just stay home. Let me just pull up the prime hub. What the hell am I doing? Then I got to take a pill to keep my blood flowing in the right direction. Nah, just stay home. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's a little bit of a mess. It's just simulation at that particular point. You can't feel nothing. All right. What do we got here? Nearly 7% of women who use condoms in the past month said the condom broke or fell off during the activity which is a whole other thing there. Wow. So now you got 70% of people who have the condom broke excuse. Nearly 26% said they used a Jimmy hat only part-time, which is a whole different issue there. Okay. Only, okay, 26% part-time usage. We're going to get to these super chats here. So, <laughs> Okay. So that's like, you know, uh, you know, people just y'all swapping spit and swapping all kind of fluids and all that stuff. Then right when you about to dive in deep. OK, you put this on. It's too late. You've already you've already been to the territory already. You already got each other's fluid all over you, all on your leg. You got it all on your leg already. She didn't swallow the suck seed. And then she's like, put this on. We'll be safe. It's kind of. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. It's kind of already, you kind of already committed to the act already. But uh, anyway, oh, by the way, by the way, did you see my video? I talked about uh, birth control methods that are used on women who are overweight. And they're now saying many women who are overweight, meaning overweight over 165 pounds. They're, the likelihood that that emergency contraceptive works is actually decreases with the amount of weight they carry. I want you to listen up. Okay, listen up. If they're bigger than 165, once they go over the 175-pound threshold, this is news all men need to know. I'm not discriminating. Let me go ahead and put up the, uh, let me put up the, this is why some women you look at and breathe on, they can get pregnant. But plan B specifically and some forms of other hormonal contraceptions decrease in efficiency or efficacy based on the weight of the woman. Now, I might have to pull up an article related to this, just so you don't think I'm discriminating, but I already covered this last week. I know everybody doesn't watch every show that I, that I, that I produce, so I, I understand. Let me see here. Plan B and overweight. But I'm going to show you here just so you don't think I'm lying to you. <laughs> Let me see here. Uh, I'll pull this up. I'm, this is, I've already talked about it right here. 
and I don't want to read it and get technical, but I'll just read here. And this, this is in Canada. I, I've already produced my sources already. So I didn't prepare to share this, but I have to say this so people don't think I'm discriminating. Let's go ahead and read this warning right here. Plan B with, uh, does plan B have a weight limit? It says right here, the short answer is no, but in the United States, there is no weight limit for plan B, but it says Health Canada, a regulatory agency placed a warning on plan B products for their country though. All right, so what what does it mean? Does it does it does it have a weight limit or not? So they put a warning on the plan B and it says the label warns of lower effectiveness in those whose weight who weigh more than 165 pounds and a lack of effectiveness in those who weigh more than 100 and 75 pounds. Wait a minute, y'all seeing the wrong tab. Let's go ahead and put this up. You, you guys see, saw the wrong, wrong tab. All right, there's the right tab. Does Plan B have a weight limit? The short answer is no. In the US, there was no weight limit for Plan B. Health Canada, a regulatory agency, placed a warning though on Plan B products for, those, for their country though. The labor warns of lower effectiveness in those who weigh more than 165 pounds and a lack of effectiveness in those who weigh more than 175 pounds. Now, to put this in perspective, to give you a perspective here, let me see here. I'll be messing with women way more than 175. I'm just letting y'all know right now. Y'all messing with women one over way over 175 pounds. The average weight of women in America is 170 pounds. That's the average weight. Going back to the data. Here we say, let's go back to the data. Oh, uh, here we go. Uh, going back to the data. A lack of effectiveness in those who weigh more than 175. And it says the lower effectiveness at 165. So do the math here. You do the math. I just have to get that off just so people can understand. I'm not here to discriminate. I'm here to educate. This is news that all men should know. So when these girls get knocked up and they walk in, in Walmart with three babies and you know, three different baby daddies, and they said, well, I was on the pill. I don't know what happened. Well, I took a plan B. I don't know what happened. And they're going to blame you, right? And it's all Jermaine Fultz. It's always Jermaine Fultz. Let's get to these contributions to uh, for the day show. What do we got here? Shout out to Pimp Skywalker says XXs are codependent at best, parasites at worst. Uh, but that's the natural relationship. I, I think people do get offended by that. But I think when you break down what women's needs are dating, we're going to look at that light skin in a minute. It's often they have a need for you, but often their need, uh, our need for them is negotiable. Just like that woman on the seeking program, uh, the profile. I have a need. My need is monetary. Don't expect anything back. And you're going, how do we even get there where, where they can negotiate that? Well, they get there to negotiate that when men give in order to try to get access to them. And then they can leverage that access to them and say, well, I'm just not feeling you, but thanks for accessing or thanks for trying to access. Or like this light skin is going to say, men should just be giving us access to their, to their resources. And then we can negotiate when we give 
you access to us. This is a parasitic relationship. If a woman says to you, let me just say this. They are saying to you, I don't care what you do for me. I don't care if you marry me. I owe you nothing. I want you to think about that. I don't have to give you anything. I should just be able to give you when I want to give it to you. If you're married to a woman, she could say, don't watch any prawn. Don't have an affair on me, but I don't have to have sex with you. I'm going to leverage the fact that you're penalized if you cheat on me. You're penalized by the court of public opinion. You're penalized by losing access to your kids, by you're penalized for paying me resources for an infinite amount of time, okay, depending on the situation. But I don't have to give you anything. You just have to wait till I give it to you. I want you to think about how ridiculous that sounds as a, as a negotiating tactic. I, I don't have to give it to you. You must make me feel a certain way for me to give it to you. And if I don't want to feel like giving it to you to, as a means of punishment, I don't have to. If I can't answer the bell, that's too bad for you. But on the other end, you must give, you must give us access to your stuff. Mm. I mean, it's a horrible deal when you think about it in that terms. But many people will think that that's normal. Yeah, hey, shit, I don't have to give you shit. He said, that's a terrible business contract. It's horrible. Shout out to RPM. Thank you, man. RPM talked about the recent thing here. My mind was not engaging here. Shout out to RPM. He recently talked about the um, STI investigation there. Thank you, man. Bob says, what is the most shock? Wait, what is more? What is the most shocking is that you have a much. Has as much of a risk to catch VD with normies than OnlyFans girl. Let me read that again. What is most shocking is that you have a much more of a risk of catching a VD with a normie than the OnlyFans girl. That's the common misconception in dealing with, with women, right? They're going to say, well, of course you're going to catch STIs out here spreading. All of these skeezers and all of these uh, hookers and girls on seeking arrangements, they got all the STIs. They got all the VDs. Unfortunately, that's not true. Many times it's the normie chicks that have the diseases. I've proven this too. I'm saying these things that people say, well, where's your proof? I've already done stories on this. It is the normie chicks that have the, uh, the higher exchanges of unprotected sex. It's the normie chicks that have the higher rates of unprotected sex. I just showed you. I just showed you this. It's the normie chicks that have the highest rates of unprotected sex. And the reason why is because they don't want to be seen as loose. So they're less likely to ask you to put on a condom as opposed, as opposed to a person who is a stripper, um, a sex worker. They're more likely to ask you to use a condom because they know they like, I'm going to be out here with a lot of guys. I'm not going to be out here taking a risk. Not only that, there's an incentive for them to stay healthier sex wise. There's a great incentive. And that incentive is they want to keep working. They can't be walking around here infected and infested and pus, pus, pussing. So they have an incentive to stay healthy as opposed to the normie chick that doesn't. How many times have you found yourself a normie chick? A chick and you're like, I'm going to meet her. She's wearing glasses. She works at a bookstore. And then you meet her. You're like, man, I'm going to show that girl a thing or two. And then you get her home. You're like, girl, I'm about to teach you a lesson that you ain't never learned. You messing around with a grown ass man right now. You start taking off your belt. She jump all over your stuff and she start doing monkey double flats. So you, you sitting there, she's sucking the soul out of you. And then she says, jam it right here. Go in here, Roski. You going in, she don't stop you one damn second. 
There's nothing off limits, right? She drooling. She's sitting there Indian style over your stuff, looking at it like this. Let's go. And you're like, holy moly. You were like, I thought I was going to teach this girl a lesson. <laughs> and she going in, she going in slopping on you. <laughs> you're like, God dang. You're like, what in the hell? You're like this nerd girl sitting here. I thought I was going to teach her a lesson. I thought I was like, girl, you don't know what you about to do. You didn't got in here with the wrong man. I'm a grown ass man. I'm about to show you. She don't stop you from doing nothing. She like put it here, here and here and put it here. To, <laughs> like Put it in my ear. Nothing. She swallowing the suck seat. She right down the gullet. Like, and you sit there like, Lord, have mercy. You be like, can I marry you? I'm going to marry you. You the woman I've been waiting for all my life. All my life. You be like, I got a girl. I got a queen in the streets and a freak in the sheets. <laughs> and then guess what? The one girl who looking like a straight up scab peeling skeezer, tattoos all over herself. She's sitting in your bed. Oh, I'm a little nervous. Can you turn off the lights? It's a little cold in here. She under the sheets. I don't want you to see me. <laughs> you going in, she like, oochie, ouchie, oochie. <laughs> it's a little bright in here, don't you think? <laughs> but the it's these, it's the normie chick. It's the chick that you least expect. That's why STDs be going around crazy. Just say, let me give you another, let me give you another example. Big women. Larger women, right? Larger women, let's say a larger than 175. In a man's mind, in a man's mind, you think that woman has little access to men. You're like, ain't nobody smashing this. I can run up in her. No Jimmy hat. Ain't nobody smashing it. Nobody smashed her in probably six months to a year. You're like, who's going to smash this girl? You'd be like, swipe right on Twitter, Tinder. Swipe. Let me go on and take her to the crib real quick. <laughs> ain't nobody hit this. The problem is those women getting the most sex. Statistically, those women are getting the most. Why? Because they have to. They can't withhold. They realized a long time ago, withholding is not a thing that they can go and barter against. Well, I'm going to wait for a guy to treat me like a gentleman. No. They tend to be the most freakiest. And men tend to want to go after them because it's low-hanging fruit. So they're getting the most attention. The women who are highly attractive, they're getting attention, but they don't get nobody that just goes, and, let me bend you over. Okay, let me come. You DTF, let me just go in and get it real quick. Because you know that's going to be a failed strategy against highly attractive women. That's going to be a failed strategy. When it comes to uh, lower hanging fruit, fives and fours and sixes, you just be like, ah, Taylor, like it is. Just come over. Don't, no, 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 no coffee, no nothing. Just bring it on over. She's normally doing that. And when she gets in the room, she better perform well to get invited back, right? And you'll be like, well, she's not the best looking woman, but she performs fantastically. They're doing that over and over and over again. We all have the same mentality, which means to say, let's go back to the point. Normie chicks are the ones out here running around, same as guys. They're the ones that are probably more dangerous than the girls on Seeking that make sure every time, no, nah, I'm not going to do this. they like, I'm not going to do that. You're not putting that there. You're going to have to pay extra to put that there. Make sure you had a condom. Am I explaining myself on this one? I'm not trying to discriminate. 
<laughs> All right, you got to be careful out here. Shout out to Brown 310 says Raider Nation for life in the building. Yes, indeed. Teddy KGB, I have treated three men for syphilis in the past few months. Strap up, fellas. That's our doctor there. He's three. He's treated three men for syphilis. Oh, by the way, uh, syphilis, uh, if you look up Al Capone, I believe Al Capone died of syphilis. It's if it goes untreated, if it goes untreated, it could cause you to go blind. It could cause you to go mentally crazy. So there's some dudes walking around. This is the whole danger between the whole um, Tuskegee. Was it the Tuskegee experiment where they let people live with syphilis? And they let people use syphilis and transact it throughout the community. That's the danger of syphilis because they let men run around in the black community for 40, 50 years with untreated syphilis. And then when you wonder why they crazy, you're like, dude, this dude crazy. He got the gout. He got one eye bigger than the other. He running around here. You're like, what's wrong with this dude? <laughs> Capone went mentally crazy because he had syphilis and then left it untreated while he was in prison. All right. So look it up. Syphilis is dangerous. Because it doesn't have a lot of symptoms, but it also is dangerous when it goes untreated. <laughs> that was the problem. That was the problem with the whole uh, Tuskegee experiment because syphilis is dangerous with, without it being treated. And they let dudes run around with it for 40 years. They knew they were running around with it for 40 years. They did nothing about it. As a matter of fact, they said, let them run around with it. We want to see how dangerous it is. It is. What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, that's reprehensible, man. Antonio Brown got the same thing. Oh, man, shout out to ACDC, says coach. He says, now you're going to get, wait, wait, hold on for a second. That's not him. It's Domain Stickum, coach. I went in raw. Now my beef is burning. Sadness. <laughs> Sadness. Wow. ACDC says, coach, now you got to change Monday night Crimson Capsule stream to Monday night Rosky. <laughs> yes, we'll be going in Rosky. Henry Resilient, using condoms is a challenge coming out of a 10-year marriage. Get tested and make women get tested too. Be selective if it is easy to wrap it up. It's too easy. One thing you could do is um, if you're not as desperate out here and um, you think you got something good with a woman, RPM even mentioned this, and she wants to settle down. I didn't mention this in my 52 Things book, but if she wants to settle down and look for a commitment, she's had her fun, now she wants to um, now she wants to settle down. What you can do is ask her for an STD panel. Ask her for an STD panel. Okay, before you commit or before you ever go Rossi, you're going to eliminate 50% of women right off the rip. <laughs> right. Not only ask for an STD panel, ask for a his STD history. Say, go, go to wherever you go to your doctor. Give me a history of your STI or your STDs. They're going to be like. <laughs> if you have the STD, let them know. Hey, I got a history of having STI, STDs. If you have an STI, if she have the STI history, I guess y'all both good. But, yeah, you can do that. It's relatively easy. You can get an STI panel. I do it every six months. Okay, I go to my lab. I go do my labs. I pay them 150 bucks, and I ask for all of these things. Sometimes there's one thing that's not included in the labs, and you have to ask for it specifically. You go in and get your labs done. You be nervous as hell for two days. You'd be like, oh, Lord. <laughs> 
even if you don't have symptoms, go get your labs. This is news men, all men should know. If you've been messing with women, if you messed with more than two women, no, if you mess with one woman and it was somewhat rosky during any part of the interaction, go get your labs. 125 bucks. They give you a full panel. You do a blood test and they check for HIV. They check for AIDS. They check for syphilis, gonorrhea, chlamydia. They check for uh, hepatitis. They check for the herb dirt. And if a woman is acting like she's an angel, ask her for her copy. Let me see your copy. And if she's like, oh, well, uh, oh, uh, tell her to go get a copy. If she wants to be serious with you, go get a copy of your STD panel. Go get one. <laughs> oh, man. You're going to eliminate 50% of women right off the rip. But if you want to chance it, go Rosky. Odds are nothing's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Odds are you might catch something. You know what I mean? Like, roll the dice. Infamous NYC, he says, hold on for a second. Men, men and who, There's this is abbreviated. Okay, men who lie with men make up over 90% of the STIs. He says, with, by, okay, this is messed up. Okay, the, 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 the it's, it's kind of messed up, so I'm trying to translate it. I know I'll read bad, but this is a little messed up. Um, it's I, He's suggesting that 90% of the STIs are men who lay with men. Okay, and he says, uh, or men on the down low. He says men make up the bulk in turn spreading to women who give it to men. This is per CDC. So he's saying that the men, higher status men or potentially men who lie with men and go back, they're bisexual. Give it to women, most likely. So I would have to see the source on that one. Billy the Kid says, of the patients I've treated within the past year, I can say that 15% have an STD history. And the patients with monkeypox are all dudes. All right, so these are the doctors in here. These are the doctors. So they're saying we got a couple people here. He's treated people. 15% have an STD history. And all of the booty box situations have all been men. There's been no women with booty box. All right. All right. Shout out to you. Portion 911 fan says some HPV strains cause cancer. That's the difficulty with HPV because it can cause cancer. Um, even if I'm, I, I think now they have a vaccine for it. Younger kids now that are in school have to take this HPV vaccine. I believe the women do. I'm not sure if the men do. And I think it's optional. They will ask you about it if you have children. So if you were in a generation, Generation X probably or older millennials, you didn't take this HPV vaccine. But I think the younger people that are young millennials and young or Generation Z, they all take the HPV vaccine. All right, because it was such a prevalent issue prior. Prior. Anyway. Let's get to these other uh, PayPal's and whatnot. Thank you, brothers. I'll check out the. I'll check that out about the um, uh, infamous NYC. I'll check it out about the men and the bisexual men or the down low men. All right, because that's an issue for a lot of people. Did I get Caitlin? All right, we got four over here on PayPal. Then I'm gonna check out the Cash App. Ooh, uh, Caitlin says, "Dare I say, Coach? Not ever wanting to use a Jimmy hat alone would force a man to get married. Thoughts? Not ever wanting to use it? Um, I suppose so, yeah. 
I, so I get what you're saying. So they're saying, I don't want to use it. I'll wait. I'll wait till we both get an STD panel and you might jump into a commitment pretty fast. It could be. That could be. A, a lot of people do that. That's what happens with um, religious people. Religious people tend to be very um, adamant about getting married quicker because they want to have the sex. The sex is always in the court. That, that's, that leverage forces people into marriage. And then they can have raw sex. But again, you got to know your partner. Loud Pocket says, my NPC cousin showed me his man cave with a poster of the Kansas City Chiefs. He asked me, quote, where are you getting, when are you getting a man cave? And I answered, I have a whole man house. Why do I need a man cave? Mm. Very NPC of him, Loud Pockets. He was probably very pr proud of his garage converted into a man cave. And he was like, look, I have a bar that nobody's ever going to drink out of. It's only going to be him drinking out of that bar. <laughs> right? He's got a bar and a Kansas City Chiefs sign that lights up. It's only going to be his ass in there. Right? Who is this in here? Mr. Hardaway. G. Hardaway says, what's up, coach? I know you just moved to Vegas. I used to live there at some point. Be sure to check out the buffet at the M Resort. Best buffet in Vegas at the M? Okay, boy. That's going to be interesting. That's off the beaten path a little bit, but I'm going to check it out. And we got Chairman Mo. Chairman Mo says, good evening, Coach. That seeking arrangement ad that you showed us is nuts. The only time my brother's fiance ever got king crabs in a meal was when he took the entire family out for Sunday brunch here during Chinese New Year in Hong Kong because my mother and I flew down to Shanghai to spend the holidays with him. And my brother's fiance at the time knew that this special meal was for the family and not a special romantic thing for her that she could ask for. During that meal, she barely ate. She didn't even get uh, uh, any king crabs. She knew her role and shut her mouth. Now you got ratchet women wanting king crab legs while giving nothing, while giving the man no pie for dessert, shaking my head, give the seeking arrangement woman the bus. We're going to get to the light skin expectations here. We're going to get to women's expectations on this next video. Let me check Cash App. I, I don't want to get too far away from these brothers. Dr. Thunder gives me the link. A shout out to you. I'll check it out. XL Pro Services says Monday grind in there. Mario says, uh, Mario says Chiefs Kingdom is in the building. I think they're only lost one. Vernon Mad says CGA, the effect of women's toy stream, sex toy usage. While shaming men for using anything artificial other than a real woman. Uh, this is all more salami policing. Women use toys way more than men. Men, men with toys really don't work. We like the feel of heart, uh, we like the feel of soft flesh. But women can use something artificial and they all have a drawer full of these toys. Maybe we'll go into that. And we, yeah, we'll have to, we have to go a little more on that. Uh, Steve says this girl told me she uses SEX as a form of self-harm. Okay, there are some people who do that as well, but that is because they're promiscuous. Promiscuity will lead to this. They will begin to shortly hate themselves based on how promiscuous they are. I don't know why they would do it, but this is what they do. And they will use it as self-harm. But it's dangerous to be with these women because there's a lot of regret related to that and mental instability. And you could be straight into the um, – you could get a false charge. You could get a false alligator charge, which we're going to actually talk about later too. later too. Ken says, did you see Kevin Hart's post was rainbow propaganda? I didn't see Kevin Hart. I don't follow him. 
but he did get in trouble with the reading rainbow community and he has now got a pander to them. And a lot of guys who pander the rock, I'm not critical of them, but the rock and Kevin Hart, they're one day close to cancellation, pure out cancellation because they try to walk the line so much that it's only going to take one post to cancel them as opposed to a person like me. Well, I've already, I'm already over the line. I'm already over the line. So people who are very careful about not offending people are one day away from full cancellation. One whole day, one bad post, one mistaken information, one bad, uh, one bad sentence. They will get fully ass canceled. And they were just doing what? Being panda bears. They were walking on eggshells. I don't want to offend this person. I don't want to offend that person. But I'm already been canceled. So it's kind of like if I say something now, it, it kind of just will. It's like a it's like it'll just fall down. And it'll be like, OK, he said something else offensive. So be careful with trying not to be canceled, because the more you try not to be canceled, the more likely it is you're going to get canceled. Shout out to Tino. He says shortly. He says Shorty wants more of my time now that I'm on my grind. Protect yourselves. Time is the worst thing you can give in a transactional relationship, in my opinion. Time is the worst thing you can give away in transactional relationships. Women that say, I don't want your money, I want your time. They're the most egregious. They're the most egregious uh, people in this situation. They, they, are, uh, they violate this rule so bad. They're parasites. Time is your most important asset. You can turn anything into anything, right? If you can turn nothing into anything with time. But if you give away six, eight hours of your day because she just wants your time and not your money, that person is going to wreck your entire life, right? I'll pay the money to avoid wasting the time. Because in real world, especially if you're past the age of 28, there's only so much time a person can give you. There's only so much time. But if you expect me to come home every day, 5.30, she's there at 5.30, 5.30, 6.30, 7.30, 8.30, 9.30, 10.30, That's a full-time-ass job. I got to listen to you. I got to give you stuff. I got to have a bad deal, meaning I got to give you, I got to date you and make you feel good about yourself. Then all of a sudden, when I go to reaching for some peace leave, oh, well, not tonight. I don't feel good. I'm a little depressed. I'm feeling bad about myself. I'm on my period. I'm bloated. I'm reading this book. Didn't we have sex yesterday? I know you did some nice things for you. Oh, I'll reward you tomorrow. I'll give you a little bit of cookie tomorrow. I'll give you your cookie tomorrow. Tomorrow comes. Well, you pissed me off earlier today. Well, wait a minute. I, you were giving me cookie from last night's performance. Now, all of a sudden, I pissed you off. This is what happens when you spend too much time with women. The law of diminishing returns. You spend way too much time with a person. You're going to probably piss them off. Okay. You're going to probably piss them off. The law of diminishing returns. If I say anything, I spend six hours with you. 530, 630, 730, 830, 930, 10. By the time I get to try to peel them panties off your hips, you're going to go back, damn, at 730, you did say something that quite a, can you explain thoroughly what you were talking about? It kind of made me upset. You kind of made me depressed. Meanwhile, she's snapping on you. She calling you this, you little ugly old bald headed ass troll looking gray beard ass. 
It was a joke, though. I meant it as a joke. He'd be like, you Mastodon. What? You call me a Mastodon? This is NPC conversation, by the way. I would never have this conversation with a woman. But this is what MPD, you made me feel bad when you call me a Mastodon. Are you calling me fat? (laughs) Meanwhile, she didn't went in on you, your mama, your dog, or yet your entire manhood the entire night. But the reason why, the reason why you didn't hold it against her is because you wanted some puss. Right? When she was snapping on you, you was like, do not let me call you a Mastodon. Do not tell me, do not let me tell you about the cellulite and chunks all on your hips. Do not let me tell you about your less than flawless skin and your crow's feet. Why? Because you wanted to sleep with her. So you let it ride. You let it ride. You let it ride. You let it ride. Then you finally couldn't hold yourself. Oh, we joking? Oh, we snapping? Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. What about all of them dimples in the back of your booty? What about that under booty? What about your sagging pancake? Like, I thought we were snapping. <laughs> I thought we was joking. What about all them blemishes all up and down your legs? What about them bullet wounds and stab wounds all on the side of your neck? Uh-huh. What about all that? What about that? What about that uh stitches you got in the corner of your eye because you were left unmonitored as kids? All right. Every woman that got them stitches right here, they done fell somewhere. They got stitches in their eyebrows. They got bullet wound up females, shout out the Nas bullet wounds, stab wounds all up in the side of their midsection. What's that, baby? We got them stab wounds around there. Oh, I thought we were snapping. <laughs> what about your cankles? They look like tree trunks. What about your feet? Look at your toes. Oh, we not snapping no more? Oh, you oh, you holding it against me now. Now you mad. But you were snapping on me. <laughs> All right, let me get to here right here. Let me get to this. Let's get to this red bone. Let's talk about this. Where is the red bone? Where's the red bone? Red bone, red bone, red bone, red bone. There she is. Uh, don't go harass her page. I could not pull it, pull it down. Let me see if I can actually hide a little bit of her page here. Oh, uh, yes, here it is right here. This woman right here, um, she's definitely straightened her hair off and something's going on with her forehead. She's a cute girl. I wouldn't hold it against her, but if she started judging me on my hairline, we would have to have a hard conversation here. I'd be like, baby, listen, my hairline is what it is, but what about yours? But um, here we go right here. Y'all know what I don't like? I'm not sitting right with this one. It's a dying breed of like hefe vibes, like boss, Rick Ross kind of energy with the voice and that, that undertone. The men who do what they do with women and for women just because it's who they are and they want what they want, no questions fucking asked. Uh, let's go. I have to review that statement. I have to review for this statement. Just because hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. men. Wait, wait, wait. Who do what they do with women and for women just because it's who they are and they want what they want, no questions fucking asked. I don't know if this is a sheet or a towel or whatever she has. She's presented herself nearly naked for the camera. Master Splinter style. 
But for some reason, no questions asked, gentlemen. Do not ask me for a STI panel. Do not ask me for no peace leave. Do not ask me for a date. Do not ask me to clip your toenails. Do not ask me to do any damn thing for you. But us, on the other hand, where are the men who do everything for us? No questions asked. Don't ask no questions. Don't ask me to do a damn thing. Don't ask me for nothing. Give, 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 give. Take, 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 take. Let me rub you down, girl, but I don't want nothing in return. No questions asked. Let me take you out on an expensive date. No questions asked. What the hell are we talking about here? <laughs> Where are the men who does everything for us? No questions asked. Mm. Well, here's the problem. We've done these things, no questions asked, and we got finessed out here. And I know a little woman, well, I don't finesse men. How many men are you in a committed relationship with now? Zero. All right, you're a Owen. That means you finesse somebody's ass. All right, you got no relationships to speak of. So why should I keep rolling the dice, treating women to nice things, no questions asked, and I get nothing back? Why? Where are the men who are going to do these things for us women? No questions asked. Just give us stuff. <laughs> okay. Let's continue here. See what else she has to say. It's a pretty girl. I would, I would beat her cheeks up, though. But I would give her a couple of dollars to get her to skedaddle. Let me give you a visual real quick. I posted on my story. Please, please give us a visual. Okay, her visual is, her visual is, it looks like, uh, is these edible flowers or are these just flowers? I can't tell. It looks like coffee and donuts and flowers. And uh, let's continue. Good morning. Uh-oh, damn, I'm going to get a copyright. Uh, let's see here. Let's go ahead and turn that down. But, um. She's saying, take me out. Good morning. Bring me flowers. Okay, let's go ahead. Bring me flowers and coffee. And yes. that simple clip is what I'm just referring to to give you an image. Okay. Something as simple, present day, yeah. as buying a bouquet of flowers. We now have men on podcasts debating why they should or should not. Like, Let's go back. Um, <laughs> so. Not. Hold on, I gotta get that. I gotta get that pause Why on the face. Should or should not. Okay, so she. This is the screw face here. One thing you're hearing about is them balking and balking about <laughs> men on podcasts. Just because you have a podcast, don't mean this. Just because. Why are these men all have podcasts? They're taking shots at men like me and KS and all of the men who have podcasts. Now, what men have figured out is if they control their narrative, if they actually can get their voice out there. Our conversation is going to be heard. But when we're in private, we can't do it. When we don't have a podcast and a microphone, we can't get our side of the story out. And so we have to go through these elaborate productions which cost us time, commitment, a lot of money, effort, right, to get our voice heard. And now they're trying to go in and say, oh, podcast this and podcast that. You know why? Because they can't rival it. They don't have the patience to or the investment to do this and build their own audience. So most of the podcasts are men now because we will do the work. They're not going to do the work. They just want to sit on the phone and then continue to control the narrative. They want the court of public opinion to keep giving the narrative out. But now we're anti-court of public opinion. We're making our own public opinion and they can't rival it. We have the microphone now for the first time in 70 years to get our voice heard. There's no more Oprah that can control the narrative. There's no more of these producers that can control the narrative. There's no more blue pill oriented people that can control the narrative. There's no more Sally Jeffrey, Jesse Raphael. There's no more Ricky Lake. 
There's normally these people who use their platforms to keep pushing men down. Now men got a platform, which they created themselves. They invested in themselves. And now they're mad because they can't do the work and they can't depend on the blue pill machine to keep pushing the narrative that single mothers are heroes and women are great and women are the queens and you should do this. You should raise another man's kid, even though she tried to say that there was your kid. You should you should pay the child support and not see your kids. You are Debbie. Now men have the podcast power. And now they're trying to say, well, you're not a philosopher just because you have a podcast. No, we have the power and I have my voice. And no, I'm not buying you bouquet of flowers. <laughs> See, they trying to go in on men who have podcasts now. That's their whole rip now. Oh, y'all have a podcast. Why? Because we're doing the work. We made the investment. And now we have the voice. And the only way you can shut it down is to somehow get us to, for some sort of hate speech or something like that. Or that all they can do is just shadow ban us to death. But we got the power. And they don't like it. They're not happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> Here's the thing. They want dudes to give just a bouquet of flowers for what reason? Why am I giving women multiple bouquet of flowers? I got a question. Why don't you got no man? Obviously, you had at least one man give you a bouquet of flowers. What happened to him? Where's he at? Because surely the bouquet of flowers should have got him in the door and he should have got a commitment based on what you're saying. But here's what I'm going to hear as well. Well, just because you get me a bouquet of flowers don't mean I owe you anything. Well, that's why you don't get bouquet of flowers because it means nothing. It's just a chance. Let me give off a bouquet of flowers just for the chance that I might get something. Surely you had guys take you out on dates. Surely you got you had guys that opened doors and pulled out chairs. You surely are with that guy, right? Nope. You surely gave a relationship to that guy, right? Nope. You surely gave him some peace leave, right? Nope. Oh, you said he ain't entitled to nothing. Well, guess what? This is why you don't get bouquet of flowers. Because you keep doing this over and over, and the man keeps getting nothing. At some particular point, at some particular point, he's going to figure it out. Let me give you a, 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 a comparison here before we go on. That everybody's talked, everybody's seen this thing here. Let me unshare the screen real quick. Everybody's seen this, and I want to shout out to um <laughs> I'm so bad with names. I, I don't mean to offend people without whom mean the names here. Uh Aaron Clary. Aaron Clary, I was listening to him, and um, he was giving this example. Check this out. I don't know if you guys have seen this uh particular. Oh, damn, this is. Here it is right here. Have you seen this as a kid? Have you seen this as a child? Right here. Cappy. Shout out to Cappy. Have you seen this as a child? Remember this? Remember Lucy and Charlie Brown? Lucy and Charlie Brown would do this thing where they had this little beef as kids. They had this beef as kids. And uh, they never could get on the right page because they were developing and all this stuff. And. And every now and then, Lucy would turn nice to Charlie Brown. Every now and then, Lucy would say, oh, I'm nice, and I see it your way. And you know what, Charlie? I know I screwed you over a couple of times, but today, I'm not going to screw you over. You can believe me. And what will happen is Charlie Brown liked to kick the football, <laughs> right? And Lucy will say, I'll hold the ball for you. I'll hold the ball for you. Come on, Charlie. Kick the ball. I'll hold it. 
And every time Charlie Brown would go, you know what? I believe you. I believe that you're going to hold the ball here. The previous few times you actually moved the ball and I fell on my ass. But this time you seem sincere. You seem sincere. So now I believe you're not going to swipe the ball away from me when I run up and kick it. And every single time, every single time, Charlie Brown runs up to the ball. Lucy moves the ball. Mm. And he never realizes that this is what she's doing. She's manipulating him. When she does the whole, I'm going to play nice. When she does the whole, I'm going to play nice. Charlie Brown falls for it. And then he runs up to the ball and she moves the ball yet again. <laughs> this is what happens when they gump you. Buy the flowers. This time you'll get something. The previous men didn't get something, but keep buying the flowers. It's going to work. Don't expect anything, though. But I'm not going to trick you this time. I tricked the previous 15 men, but this time I'm not going to trick you. And here you go. You'll be like, I believe you. And then here she goes. Whap. Bam. She moves the ball. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Aaron Clary. He gave this example one time, and I don't know who he got it from, but that's where I heard it from. And men keep falling for this bullshit until you don't. No, I didn't miss any PayPal's. I'll, I'll come back and get them. And every time you fall for it. And then thump. Take a look at this. You guys go remember that. Yep, even on Christmas. Charlie is Christmas. I know I moved the ball this time, but it's Christmas. I wouldn't move the ball. And her instinct tells her, I got to move the ball. <laughs> right? She's like, I got I to gotta not let you get it off. And to this day, he's never kicked the ball. <laughs> he's never kicked the ball once. Let's go back to the rest of her story and see what this red bone talking about. Like, it is a dying breed of men who just naturally want what they want. No questions asked. No podcast energy sitting there asking hypothetical time-wasting ass questions about whether or not they should just make a fucking decision to deal with a woman or not. Yeah, man, this all sounds great. Uh, she's single still. And I'm sure there's men that have men have come up and said, this is what I want. This is what we're doing. And then they, she'd be like, nah, we ain't doing that. Okay. Let's continue here. So she's saying these are hypotheticals. Sure, they're hypotheticals. Not everybody can be as specific on a podcast. But we know relationships are in trouble. But And I also know you're on here half naked. All right, but I also know that as well. But let's continue. Like, everything's a fucking hypothetical question and, like, some fucking guessing game. So when Oprah and, and Sally Jesse Raphael was doing this, it wasn't a hypothetical? When they called me in deadbeats, it wasn't hypothetical? Okay. Anyway. And as simple as that clip was, yes. Niggas is debating if you are worthy of flowers or a cup of coffee. <laughs> Uh, she used the N-word in describing men, which is the most disrespectful thing that they can do to you. If a woman describes you as an N, she's a low-class human being, and she's used to dealing with low-class human beings. If a woman ever called me an N, that's the end of everything. I mean, I, that's just what that's just how big of a classist I am. You're not going to call me an N and not call any other race of men that you want to deal with out here. You're not going to – you better call them a name. You better call them – all kind of racial names. You ain't just going to throw an in on me. Well, you ends is going to do this and you ninjas need to do this and the ninjas need to do. 
that tells me what type of men you're dealing with. You ain't dealing with a ninja over here. Do not class me and glump me and lump me up with ninjas. Because I'm ninja free over here, <laughs> right? Despite the fact that you might think I look like one, I'm not a ninja. And you ain't going to definitely speak that about me. That's the first sign of disrespect right there. Yeah, that shows me you got full-on straggle energy. You used to dealing with ninjas, all right? But that's your problem. If you call me a ninja, that's the end of our whole interaction. As a woman, as a man, anybody call me a ninja, well, I guess we're done here. Mm. <laughs> what the hell? Anyway. Like, it's beyond me because I see it so much now, and it's like, I grew up romantic. Yeah, that's where you're wrong. You did not grow up yet. All right. So you wrong on that when you grew up, when you were younger. Okay. But you failed to grow up. That's where you wrong. And that might be the wrongest position you have when I grew up. False. Mm. <laughs> you, have, you have yet to grow up, young lady. Let's go ahead and go back here. Worthy of flowers or a cup of coffee. Like it's beyond me because I see it so much now. And it's like, I grew up romanticizing men who just naturally were like Hefe's boss. <sighs> Let's get this straight. You grew up romanticizing men giving you flowers and candy. That sounds like your fault. <laughs> what the fuck? You knew what I grew up romanticizing? Women coming and grabbing their ankles and me just plowing through them like. Okay, next. You stand in line. But reality tells me that that's probably not going to happen. And if it does, it's maybe once or twice in my life that that might happen. It's happened. But this isn't an everyday thing. I don't expect all women to go grab their ankles soon as they see me. But it would be nice if one or two did to live up to the things that I romanticize in life. But I know also the reality of that situation is not likely to happen very often. So I wouldn't put that expectation on all women. And the fact that I would do that, that would make me the problem. Women would say, you think all women are supposed to just grab their ankles and let you plow to them? Yeah, I'm not that type of girl, right? Same thing as you. Because you romanticize flowers and chocolate and candy and men opening doors and pulling out chairs and putting coats over puddles. You're going to think that I got to live up to what you romanticize as a little girl before you grew up? That sounds like it's your problem. You've been watching the too many damn movies and Disney fairy tales. That means you didn't grow up. I romanticize. Therefore, it should be presented in front of me. You watch too many damn movies and listen to too many R&B songs. Whose problem is that? Don't put that bullshit on me because it's not a reality. Well, I romanticize it. Therefore, it should be true. Mm. <laughs> what? Ladies, would y'all get this through your head? What you romanticize in reality is two different things. Do not try to get everybody to carry that over because when you romanticize these things, let me tell you what we were doing. We were playing football. We were playing basketball. We were watching prawn on the side. We were listening to two short tapes. <laughs> we were playing Techno Bowl and Madden. 
we were doing things other than sitting around going, let's live up to the fantasy of women. Now, once the desire for sex kicked in, then we started wanting to have sex. And then we might have listened to you. What do you want? What is going to get us sex? Okay, let me listen. All right, flowers, chocolate, candy, putting coats over puddles. What else? What else? What else? Okay, romanticize everything you were doing looking at marriage magazines when you were 13. Okay, what else? What else? Oh, okay, okay, okay. And we did it. We were like, all right, let's just do this. They want flowers. All right, they're going to give up the draws. Let's get her a couple of flowers. We got. We gave her some flowers, no draws. We opened up doors, no draws. We brought chocolates and candies and teddy bears, rarely a draw. We took you out the prom, maybe got some draws. And this continued into adulthood. We liked you. We said all the right things. We said you were beautiful, no draws. Now, we did this so many times, like the, the uh, Lucy putting the football down. We run up the kick it. Most people didn't get the draws. And simultaneously, simultaneously, while you were romanticizing flowers and candies, guess who was clapping your cheeks? Dirty Johnson Rodney. The football team. The basketball team. The thug. The no love letters. No flowers. No candy. Nothing. And we're looking at, hold up. <laughs> we like Pookie. How did Pookie get the draws? Look at Pookie. How did he get the draws? Well, I was just down on myself and he made me feel. Um... But you, flowers and chocolate. I romanticized this. Pookie didn't have to do it because he's Pookie. However, you, flowers and chocolate. What the hell? <laughs> All right, let's continue to hear some of this gibberish she's talking about here. Like, I do what I want, and that's the kind of man I am. I don't ask, I don't care what shorty been through, her past, her this, her that. Right there. Right there. Did you hear it? She admitted it. She admitted it, what I just said. I'm the man, flowers and chocolate. I don't care what shorty been through. Pookie. I don't care about her past. Ray Ray. I don't care that she gave it up for free. Nope, none of that matters. You should be a man. That gives me what I want. It don't matter. No questions asked. Don't care about the past. She just said that. Oh, let's continue. Hold on. Hold on for a second. Just naturally, we're like Hefe's boss. Like, I do what I want. And that's the kind of man I am. I don't ask. I don't care what shorty been through her past, her this, her that. If I want her, I'm going to have her. This sounds like rules for thee, but not for, uh, sorry, rules for thee, not for me. Or this sounds like rules for him which would be me. This sounds like this. And that's you. But not rules for the chat. Okay, don't ask about my past. And I'm going to court her. Court. I'm going to court her. Baby, it's too late. You already got another man tattooed all across your collarbone. Now you want a courting. Now you want. And that's you. Wow. That's just who he is. Like that breed is like. <laughs> man let's get to these paypals and the venmos that breed is gone and yes you know why because men have woken up men have woken up and if ladies i don't know what what we got to tell you i don't know what we got to tell you but men have woken up to this and yes because of podcasts men are not willing to do it men aren't willing to jump through these hoops and hurdles anymore which they were before and there are some simps out here that will do it but the simps are going to get what they want and they're going to flee. 
Loud Pocket says Coach Nova should get a free agent collar. He says that will look good on her. That's a good idea. Indeed. Derek Williams, I'm 37 and my girl is 26. I recently started as a traveling nurse and currently making $160,000 a year doing it. She's complaining now because I'm away from home and she's saying she misses my companionship and my salami. She also wants us to get a dog together now. Oh, dude, mm. hey. Get out now. This woman is putting all the guys. This is what we call escalation. And she's putting unreasonable expectations on you. If you weren't making 160 and working, she would call you a bum. All right. But now you're working. Now you're not home enough. This is people who cannot be pleased. So she wants it both ways. She wants it both ways. She wants you to give all this time and then make all this money. Those guys rarely exist unless he's unreasonably rich and he does have time. So now she's actually trying to escalate by using baby rabies, but she's using it in the form of a pet that she's going to leverage against you when you break up because you guys are going to break up, okay? And not only that, she's giving you a warning that she's now got that peace leave itching and she misses your companionship and she uses that against you when you're not there, meaning now you're going to be very um, insecure about what she does when you're not there. Oh, I miss you. I can't hold on another day. I need you now. I'm missing your energy. And so you're going to be thinking that she's going to get another man's energy, which... 50% of women will, if not more. And then she's eventually going to say, well, you weren't here. You pushed me into his arms. You were too busy working. You weren't giving me enough time. This is, this is a person leveraging time against you. She's leveraging time against you. Game over. You're giving me the money, but the time ain't here. So I'm going to go find it for somewhere else. Shout out to my friends overcharge me. You're 100% right, coach. This XX wanted me so bad one day i caved in but before fully starting the car i asked about the car facts the xx got mad and blocked me three months later i did recon intel and guess what it was a sting the xx is now pregnant <laughs> yep get blood tests on all these women this is just the things you do don't never trust them well women don't lie why would i lie they lie all the time actually showed a stream where they lie more than men. They admit it. One report had them lying 20 to 40 times a day. And then in the same article, they said, well, we lie so we don't hurt other people's feelings. And <laughs> we lie because we want to keep good relationships with, with people. So you're a liar. Shout out to my friends overcharged that says, since uh, we're talking about health, exercise, it's half the battle. Make sure nutrition is balanced. And based on your blood types, brother, that's very specific. Can't have shrimp, po' boys, boot in, and pig's feet every damn night. Not at all. Larry Leisure, paying dues. He says, pump it up, rapper turned podcaster. Joe Budden recently admitted to pretending to strap up during intercourse. That's how he likes to pump. Mm. Nah, man, just put on the condom. All right, don't don't fake strap it up, guys. I mean, even women know women aren't dumb. They know when you go in there now, Rossi. I'm gonna put it on, and then right before you put it, put it on, you slide it off. Guys, women know the difference between raw and a condom. First of all, they don't smell like burnt rubber in there after five minutes. That's a good indication. <laughs> she knows the feeling. They know the feeling. They're not dumb. Don't let don't ever believe she doesn't know the feeling. Especially these women to be out in these streets. In these streets. They know the difference between Rossi or not. Come on. That's dumb. But they'll let you go in there and ejaculate in her. And then they'll go ahead and collect the child support later. Dang Digi. 
He says, I learned about manipulation because I was raised in a house with three light-skinned women. And I already covered that. Shout out to you. Cash app time. Who we got here? Mr. Mercy, Mercier. One bad brilliant says for tuition, please talk about stealthing. Stealthing. Is that what we were just talking about? Stealthing. Uh, stealthing is, um says right here, partner secretly removes a condom. We just talk about that, right? So that's what I thought that was. Guys, don't do that. Don't do it. By, by the way, some women will charge you with sexual assault if you do something like that. Okay. Don't do that. It, oh, let me finish the definition. A partner removes a condom during sex without the other partner's consent. D do not do that. Guys, you asking for it. In every single way, that's egregious. That's an error. First of all, they know. Second of all, if it goes bad, that could be a sexual assault charge. Okay? That could be a sexual assault charge. How many men get a sexual assault charge doing it? I don't know, but I'm not risking it. I don't want, I don't want a percentage. Well, not many people. Now, I don't want a percentage. That's a game I don't want to play. Do not do that. Now, if the condom does fall out when you're inside of her, which is common, we just talked about how common that is, that does happen, and you continue to go in there and thrust, that's one thing, right? You might feel it, she might feel it, and y'all in the moment, no, everybody just goes for it. But if you remove, I think that's absolutely foolish. I think some dating coaches be talking about that, doing that shit, man. Just, just peel it off, like Joe Budden's talking about that. Is that worth it? That's so stupid. That's the <laughs> not only that, you can skeet in her, get her pregnant. And then you're going to be like, well, I had a Jimmy hat on. I don't know, man. That's actually foolish. Some things I hear men say. And then they want to call me a beta over here. I'm like, y'all teaching dudes to stealth? No, nah, man. Shout out to Sheldon says, have you heard of the new Isley song, The Plug? Shout out to the Isleys. I haven't. The Isley brothers. They still putting out music? Ron Isley style? I look at like Ron Isley. Todd C says she had her fun, and now that's you. That's the woman. And here. that's you. That's the woman there. Going back to PayPal. Somebody said I missed their PayPal. Mm. Mm. I just didn't get to it yet, potentially. Going back, AD Austin doubles up. He says more crazy light-skinned girl energy. All right, no, I can't put out, I can't put out pages i can't suggest you go to pages of people but i hear you because otherwise they could come back and say i sent people to harass them he says if you want unlimited ice uh, light skin energy he's suggesting people but i can't do that on my show then they could say i sent y'all over there to harass her guys i know women too easily and with social media you got to be careful you can't do that um uh the jimmy z because then that's an automatic all right that's an automatic Shout out to Jimmy ZTT. So with STI rates climbing sky high, 42% of men in America are involuntary and voluntarily pure as the driven snow, yet women still don't want them. The clown world comedy just continues to write itself. So if anybody wanted to actually explore this, this is where I say guys should look at where dating coaches are because dating coaches will tell you F the dumb shit. For most women. In their prime years, being the nice guy is not going to get you anywhere. <laughs> okay. Who was the guy that said I missed their super chat? Their PayPal. Did I get it then? I sent the uh I sent the other one. This is going to be this one. I read this one already. 
You might have missed it. You're talking about moving to Vegas. That's the one I got. Grease man. You talked about moving to Vegas in the buffet. I got that one. That's the only one I see. So let me know if that's the one you were talking about. He says, I sent you one more. All right, hold on for a second. Let me see. Oh, you know what? I'm wrong. It was not you. It was uh, this one. It was this one. That was this one right here. Oh, okay. I got it. All right. I did miss it. Shout out to you. He says, when I lived in Houston, I remember this Caucasian homeless guy in dirty clothes asking folks for money. When he didn't get any, he started kicking garbage cans and calling everyone the N-word. Everyone, mostly black, looked at him and snickered and kept moving. He eventually had a bunch of black police officers chasing him down. I said to myself, yeah, he's the end, not us, and walked away laughing. I have video of it and watch it occasionally for a good laugh. Great point on not going off on low-class and low-level idiots. All right, that's the one I got. appreciate you, man, for letting me find the one that I missed because I had definitely missed that. All right, but yeah, never, never, ever go in on low-class individuals when they call you a name. Mostly they're doing it out of desperation, and um, you're going to give them the reaction that they anticipate, and they all, now they have you dragging yourself down. There's not many people that could call me in that I think I would go off on. Like if they were, let's just say they were higher class than me and they were like, you know, an owner of a company and I went into their store or something like that, or I worked in their company and they called me in. You know what I would be thinking? I, You know what I would be thinking? I would be going, shit, I got a lawsuit. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Give me this. Can you, can you say it one more time into this camera right here? Be like, hold on for a second. I kind of missed it. What did you call me? Click. <laughs> All right. That's free. That's too easy for me. I'm like, yo, uh, beating him up does nothing. I'll be like, she, uh, perhaps, can you say it one more time right here? <laughs> yeah, I'll be sitting over there like. I'd be like, this store is looking pretty good here. Uh, this is how I'm going to decorate it now. Letting you know. Uh, you're going to be my customer at this point. <laughs> Nobody says a lawsuit against a homeless man. You missed the point where I said a higher class individual. Where are you at? Some people don't. Hey, man, clean your ears out. <laughs> you missed the point where I transitioned from a poor guy to a rich guy now. Did you miss that point? I I literally transitioned from a broke person to a rich person. Clean your ears out. <laughs> Sorry, where are we at? He said, say that once again, but with some feeling. Give, me, give it to me louder. You know what I mean? Let everybody hear you. I'm going to be rich. Yes, indeed. Infamous NYC says, sorry, coach. He says, I tried writing it out, but YouTube kept censoring the comments. Oh, I get it. Asking me to edit it. That's why I had to write it that way. I get it now. All right. Don Juan says, Peter and family guy made Charlie kick the ball after giving Lucy the roadhouse move. Wow. Okay. So we finally got the kick. Kick it. Ty says, easy lover by Phil Collins is a red pill song. Yes, it is. And Phil Collins is somewhat blue pillish. All right, he got finessed twice by an ugly woman. All right, don't you hate getting finessed by an ugly woman? 
There ain't nothing worse in the world. And ugly women, you know the same, right? Don't you get hate? Don't you hate getting finessed by a guy you thought you had better leverage over? There ain't nothing pisses you off more than that. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, okay, I'll do him a favor. Okay, he's not really my type. I usually go for more muscular guys, taller guys, less fat guys, guys with, with more money. I'll do this guy a favor. And then you get cheated on by that guy. Oh, that pisses women off right there. That'll piss a woman off. That'll make her angry than the wet hornet. She'd be ready to sting the whole damn. <laughs> this is when they go postal on you. Just so you know, women go postal on you. They never go postal on Ray Ray or Chad or Tyrone. They'd be like, okay, I knew my place. They'd be going back to Chad like this. Chad, I'm sorry. Sorry I didn't let you cheat on me more. I want you. I need you in my life. She says, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to shed no tears. I apologize. 2004. Sorry for 2004. Making you jump through all these hoops and hurdles. Come sleep with me. Deliver that pony. Let me ride it. My pony. If, if you're Chad, that she ain't going postal on you. If you're a mid guy or you're a guy she did made an exception for and she gave it for years. I gave you my time. I did so much for you. Meaning she did so much for you and she didn't think she had to. She's going to knife up your car. <laughs> she's going to axe up all your, she's going to punt, punt, uh, puncture all your tires. She's throwing bricks through your window. I can't believe you had the nerve to, I'll let you inside of my body. She goes nuts. <laughs> so, the worst treatment you get from a woman was the fact that she gave you her and she didn't think you were entitled to it. And so she just stuck around. What she really wanted was Chad and Tyrone. They go postal. How dare you think? Wait, she'd be like, how dare you? You realize I could be out here with somebody bigger and better than you, with somebody better looking than you. You realize I could be getting cheated on by NFL football players thinking I'm that the, I'm the only girl. You realize I could be out here with a rich man, but I stay with your broke ass. I stay with your little midget ass. I stay with your old ass. I stay with your no. I stay with your living at home with your mama ass. Okay, and now you got the nerve to actually think you're going to get over on me. Hell no. She started lighting it up. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to shed no tears. She still thought, I was your lover and your secretary working every day of the week. Was that the job where no one else was there helping you get on your feet? 11 years of sacrifice and you can leave me at the drop of a dime. Swallow my tears, swallow my pride. I should have left your ass a thousand times. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, that's how they do, it, man. They go scorch earth on you. I'm going to try to have to find that Instagram thing where this woman was jabbing up all this dude's mirrors. She was all in Spanish, jabbing up his stuff. Where we at? Hold up for a second. Where we at? Oh, hold up. Let me see here. I can't pull it up fast enough. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, here she is right here. Let's see. This is how she be doing you. You see that? She like, how dare you? She gonna be just jibbing up your car. Look, in the rain, I saw you. Look, she's scratching up your paint with a screwdriver, leaning out. She's, you know, no, no, this is why you don't, hey, brothers be like, I love Latinas. 
Hey, don't mess with Latinas. <laughs> hey, bro. Is she being the beast? She like, bro. She like, Jimmy the jab up all your car. Look. Oh, uh, she all in the window. Nah, stop. Oh, <laughs> Ling Ling. What you doing? Oh, uh, she's speaking Spanish. She's speaking Spanish. Watch out for them, man. Hey, brothers be like, I love a Latina chick. Bruh. You must like fighting for your life every night. Because they will pull a knife on you. All right, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's get in here. They will pull a knife on you, and they will scratch up your property. All right, last one. What are we doing here? Let's do this one. Last last story right here. Fighting for your life. Women are now charging dudes for bad dates. This is. Let's go back to the damn George W. Bush community. <laughs> what is going on, man? These people are lunatics. Look at this woman right here. First of all, you already know. You already know. I can't even say it on YouTube. I can't even say it. This is the one thing you can't say. But it's written all over your face. You don't have to say a word. This is what I can't say, bro. Let's just say, let's just say Middle Eastern. And you guys do some deductive reasoning right now. She cuckoo. Oh, my God. Uh, here it is right here. The douchebag ta- uh, tax. Dismiss. New York women are charging men up to $3,000 for failed relationships and bad dates. Sarah was fed up. I want to see her last name. The New York City social worker. She broke. All right. Social work. That sounds like a rich That sounds like she got plenty of money. The New York City social worker who declined to give her her last name, damn it, has had countless dates canceled on her at the last minute. Now, gentlemen, how many times have women flaked on you? This is just reprehensible behavior. Well, I've never flaked on women be flaking. Oh, Joker covered this last night. Shout out to the Joker. How many times have women flaked on you? Have you charged them? Stop it. She declined to give her the last uh, her last name. You already know what it is. You already know what it is. It's I can I can ha- give me three guesses I can give you her last name. Three freaking guesses. Yep, Gray Hayes got it. <laughs> Gray Hayes got it. I can give you her last name right off the rip. You know, if you're from New York or if you're from uh California, the San Fernando Valley, you already know who Sarah is. <laughs> give, give me the last name, please. Oh, that's not her, by the way. That's another woman. All right. Anyway, it says, uh, so when a man met, I'm oh, sorry, hold on for a second. She's She's been doing countless dates, by the way, which is a red flag. So when a man she met on an app recently pulled out of their date an hour beforehand, she agreed to reschedule with one caveat. He would Venmo her a 50 dollar deposit she says right here i'm just done with my time and energy being wasted so are men sarah told the post she says in almost every other scenario when someone books a time on their day dedicated to you 
they have a no-show policy or a security deposit. What? Mm. Oh, my God. The man agreed to the terms and sent his money. All right, so she sent the PayPal. They met up for a drink on a Monday night date in Hell's Kitchen, and he was fully engaged the entire time, paying for their cocktails and buying and offering to buy them some food to share. How dare him? Sarah's female friend cheered her brazen move while male friends told her it was nuts. Still, she has no regrets. I think it makes sense, she said of the arrangement. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Here's a screenshot of the interaction. Yeah, if I ever give you another shot, man, please, would you kick rocks? I'm going to need a security deposit or something. Wow. New York City. Yes, New York must be down bad here. Are you kidding? This dude, I definitely owe you a round or two. I don't owe you shit. Again, sorry about that. And then she says, security deposit needed. Security deposit needed. I don't like wasting time. Dude, that's your time. You got to run. Ha ha, what's your Venmo? She sent the screenshot. He sent her $50 to her Apple Pay. Not a Venmo. That's Apple Pay. LOL, thank you. You'll get that back if you do everything right. Sometimes I wonder what is going on out here in the normie world. I, I'm not, I haven't been to normie world in a minute, so I'm like, do people still do this? And he said something else that's not, you can't see. Wow. Dating in a, well, and it's 50 bucks. So some women will say, well, it's just 50 bucks. If you can't afford 50 bucks, you mean 50 free bucks? No, I expect something in return when I pay money. Okay, when I, when I spend money, I expect something in return. Dating in the digital age can take a toll both emotionally and financially. Yeah, for men. And some city women have had enough. They're asking men to pay them back for their time and energy when they cancel, cheat, or commit other indiscretions. For me, it's a way to just be like, you're a douchebag. Here's the monetary value of my time you wasted. This is Martha Duke, age 38. And she told the Pope, this woman right here, brothers. I, I don't know, man. This woman right here. <laughs> First of all, they say she's 38. That's a lie. I mean, this woman, you can clearly see she's in her 40s. Martha Duke was fed up with how men were treating her. Man, I haven't been in Normie World. Here it is. Duke says she sent about six Venmo requests ranging from $1,500 to $3,000. Depending on their financial situation, over the years to different men she has dated. This shit cannot be real, bro. I wouldn't even swipe right on this, Biot. <laughs> but this is broke chick economics. She listed infidelity. So I got to pay you for chick. Wow. Secret marriages and hiding having multiple sexual partners from her as some of the reason for her charges. 
She's charging men out here. And here it is. You got, I don't pay. I don't pay. Man, you could have paid. You know what you could have got for $3,000? You could have got somebody to really suck you dry. About 10 people. <laughs> you could have got 10 people to do it. 10 different women. Putting a monetary value on a caddish conduct helps men to better understand the errors of their ways, Duke said, adding that she puts the phrase the douche bag, well, she says the D-bag tax, in all her Venmo requests. She literally puts right here, you requested $2,500 from, I don't know what name, douche bag tax. What is wrong with these people? I'm actually... I'm actually surprised men go through this stuff. Are y'all that down bad here? Says New York is the narcissist capital, Duke said, who works as a personal assistant. Again, I keep telling you, man, dude, there's no way she's living in New York City and she's supporting herself being a personal assistant. There's no way you're a social worker and you're supporting yourself in New York City. There's no, not in this economy. So what are they doing? They're acting like they're asking men for money, but they're asking out of need. They're asking out of need. They need the money. She says, quote, they're not going to understand what you did hurt, really hurt my feelings. Hold on for a second. I'm not happy. <laughs> because they don't grasp feelings. They grasp money. No, you grasp money. Without grasping what you need to grasp in exchange for money. Duke says the Venmo request has been cathartic and she submitted them to men who offended her in various ways. I'm not happy. <laughs> One man had promised to help her with rent. Here we go. Mm. Oh my God. One man had promised to help her with rent, but required a not too subtle reminder. So, so this wasn't a date. This man said he was going to pay you rent. He must have been piping it down. And because he forgot or he just finessed the hell out of you, you sent them a Venmo. She sent them a Venmo. And of course, what happened? Your rent's due, motherfucker. She was broke as predicted, broke chick economics. She's broke and he wasn't paying it fast enough. So I'm going to send you a Venmo request. You douchebag, give me your money. What did I tell you? She's hiding behind it because she's broke. Another abandoned her on a weekend getaway in Atlanta City because he expected more of her. First of all, he expected you to be attractive. Second of all, he expected you to give me that peace leave. And I took you to the Atlantic City and you didn't give me none. So he scrambled. He's got, he got out of there. He's skedaddled. <laughs> And she sent him a Venmo request because you didn't give up the leg. You probably were in a relationship with him and didn't give him no leg, which is common. This is why I tell you, do not take women to travel. They're going to promise you this and promise you that. But because they run hot and cold, because they will say I'm a little bit sick and they don't feel up to it or they you piss them off. They're going to renege. So you got a girlfriend. We're going to go to Vegas. You book the trip. You book the hotel. You book the rental car or whatever the hell you book. You book shows. You book, you book tickets to the Knights game. You book tickets to the Raiders game. You book it in advance. 
when I get there, I'm going to give you all that. I'm going to give you the best peace leave you ever got from me. See, the peace leave I give you in Columbus, Ohio, ain't going to compare to this Las Vegas peace leave. I'm going to get you, boy. I'm going to have you worn out. That's six weeks ago. Once you touch down in Las Vegas and you spent all day in the airport, all day cat fighting, all day telling her some shit, all day, oh, get this backpack. Why don't you do this? You didn't got the rental car uh, confirmation number? All this bullshit, right? You get to the hotel room. Finally, we made it to Vegas. Oh, baby, time to give up the leg. She's going to say, I'm not happy. Well, (laughs) you pissed me off in the airport. Why did you have to talk to me like that? I mean, I was just not trying to be rude to the customer, but you interjected and you pissed me off. So tonight, we're not giving you that Las Vegas peace leave. I'll give it to you tomorrow if you do well by me. Mm. (laughs) You like, hold up. When I booked the trip, you were talking about all that leg you was going to give me. Now that we're here, now all of a sudden, you want me to jump through more hoops and hurdles. Now I done pissed you off. Now you ain't giving me that Columbus, Ohio, Las Vegas peace leave. So guess what? Now I got to leave your ass stuck here. <laughs> they do that all the time. They do that all the time. This is called reneging. They actually going to promise something. And then when it gets to that date, well, you know, I got cramps and I'm a little bloated and you pissed me off. I saw you looking at that flight attendant, that stewardess leg. I saw you looking at her feet. I saw you looking at all them junior college girls walking around with them skippy Las Vegas dresses. I saw you in the hotel lobby when we was checking in. You make me feel bad about myself. And I think I'm starting my period tomorrow. I spot I was spotting on the airplane. You see me, I went to the air, I went to the bathroom a couple times. I've been spotting. So I can't give you none, but guess what? I'll make it up to you when we get back to Columbus, Ohio. I can't help it. I'm on my period. I didn't can't help it. I tried to do the period stopper, but now I'm here. So don't be mad. Are you mad? Are you mad? Are you pouting? Are you pouting? I know you're not pouting because you're not getting a little bit of leg. I give you plenty of leg in Columbus. I know I promise, but look, it is what it is. <laughs> Dude, do not take girls on trips. They're going to renege on you fast. And what happened was this girl reneged, and guess what? He left the rats in Atlantic City. He was like, I'm out. Now she mad. You owe me money. Give up the leg. A third dude ghosted her and resurfaced a month later, married to another woman. All right, that's your bad. Coach, uh, he says, quote, when I ran into him again years later, he was like, but my divorce finalizes tomorrow. Want to hang out? She called in. She recalled in disbelief. Here she is sending a request on PayPal. About half the time, the suitors have paid up. Duke has been surprised at the success of the request, but hypothesized that the men they would rather pay than deal with the emotional roller coasters. Hypothesized that men would men they listen, I didn't mess that up, but hypothesized that men they would pay would rather pay than deal. But hypo, what the fuck is that? I can't read that. Uh quote, if you're dealing with narcissists, you're never going to get closure, she said. But I can get the mental image of them receiving my Venmo request. In her mind, she's playing games. Girl, dude, women be playing games. Women be playing games. I'm going to send him the request, and I know he's going to be steaming. Hazel Everett, 34, agreed, saying she sent the Venmo request to a man 
she has been seeing for several months after he stopped communicating with her and sent her another woman's nude photos. So I just went to Venmo and I requested $100. And for the highlight, I wrote for wasting my time, bruh. If I ever got this, I would, man, homely, I would hit the block button. Although initially surprised at her request, her former partner paid the money and stated her reasoning behind it, the charge being the significant time and effort into their relationship, which was not reciprocated. Also for Sarah, she never went on a second date with the man who paid the deposit, but no matter, she got, she came out ahead for 50 bucks. I never again heard from him, she said, so I just kept the money. Man, this is dating for you. This is dating for you. This is dating 101. This is why guys are stopping. They're not dating no more. And this is why some guys would rather pay the money. So I'm seeing guys paying money to women that don't deserve the money. They could just get sucked off. Some dudes are cheating on their wives and they don't want to get exposed, so they'd rather pay the money. But now women are going to start doing this because they read these articles and they get motivated. Oh, I guess I could start charging. Yeah, I could I could just start charging men extortion fees and douchebag taxes for, so I can go to so I won't go to the court of public opinion. What's the difference between this? What's the difference between this and prostitution? Matter of fact, this is a crime, by the way. This is criminal. This is extortion. Um, if you don't think it's extortion, look up the case of Rick Patino. Rick Patino actually convicted, had a woman convicted of extortion for doing something similar. Rick Patino extortion. Um, um, if you don't know Rick Patino here, Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door, and Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. Here you go right here, just so you guys know what I'm talking about here. This is extortion. Let me make this a little bit larger. So you guys got to start calling this out. So it says right here, Rick Pitino, woman found guilty of extorting Louisville coach Rick Pitino after sex. So what happened was this woman walked up to him. She was a groupie. She was a supporter of the program. She knew him. I think he knew her. And he walked up to her in a restaurant, offered some leg to him. He took the leg. He closed down the whole restaurant. Shout out to Rick Patino. I hate to throw your name under the bus, but we're using you as an example. And um, she said, hey, at, when this thing closes down, I've done this in restaurants. Uh, I won't tell you with who, but I've done this in restaurants where it closed down and they, left the, they let us have after hour fun. This was in the time where they would let us do that. He had after hour fun with her in a booth of a restaurant, busted inside them guts. And she tried to extort him of money. She did exactly what these women did on the dating apps. And she basically was like, I'm going to tell if you don't pay this money. <laughs> and then he said, F you, Britch. I ain't giving you nothing. And he busted. And then he said, uh, you're going to have to, um, I think, I don't know if he ever paid her. This woman's 50 years old, by the way. It says right here, she was found guilty of extortion, among other charges against the uh, Cardinals hoop coach. The verdict brought it into a period where Patino saw his name and reputation dragged through the mud. Now, Patino was no angel in the case, but the verdict clears his name of some unsavory behavior. Here's the latest. 
and she actually got convicted of the story. So uh, they actually, it's <laughs> the woman said the sex lasted 15 seconds. Oh, snap. You know, ladies, the first round is on you. The first round is on you. Let me get warmed up, especially if you're a new, new woman. I got to get warmed up. You know what I mean? Like, let me get this first one off. So now she's trying to shame him for some quick sex. <laughs> I need to get first one off. You know what I mean? It's going to be a little bit more than 15, especially if I'm going Roski. This is the woman right here, by the way. Which Is this the woman? I think this is the woman in the middle. That's the woman right here. Mm. Hey, I ain't got to please you. I just need to get this off. By the way, one, one hint for women. The more foreplay, the less sex time is going to be on the first, first go around. Okay. If y'all want all this foreplay and restaurant and rubbing all up on me, grinding in the club, by the time I get home and I got a little drink in me, it's about to be quickly. <laughs> it's, it ain't about to be no long one. Now, if you come over and you surprise me with some pizza, like, oh, here we go. All right. I'm about to go to town. You about to get that five stroke special though if we have all this damn foreplay. Ladies be like, I just like a little foreplay, a little bit. Y'all kissing, touching on each other for about two hours. No, you about to get a 15 second five stroke special. That's what you about to get. You about to get a five stroker. <laughs> you can't just be rubbing up on no dude for two hours and French kissing each other and touching and holding, especially if he ain't never got it before. He's this this first time with you. And y'all running around for two minutes, two hours? Oh, hell no. It's about to be quick. Y'all, y'all young dudes don't know. <laughs> but when you older, it ain't like that, right? You ain't even surprised to get it no more. You just be like, okay. But you don't even want to know foreplay. You don't want no foreplay. You like, let's just get right to it. I ain't got no time for this. Just go on upstairs. <laughs> All right, let's get all the contributions, man. We almost at the uh, three-hour mark. Thank you, man. But I hate to give this little bit of truth. Don't let nobody tell you otherwise either. They lying to you. They lying to you. Too much foreplay is no bueno for dudes. It's great for women, though. So, But you better be packed for rounds, though. Shout out to uh, Mr. Hardaway says, which side of town do you stay on, coach? Well, come on, man. I can't tell you that. There's a storm bunker in the building. He's talking about Henderson versus Summerlin. He says, um, yeah, Summerlin has the most the junior college. Summerlin is more where the Californians go from Orange County. Uh, the Californians from Los Angeles tend to be comfortable in Henderson. The best junior college action is over in Summerlin, and the worst of junior college action is over in Henderson. <laughs> so anyway. You're going to get tattooed up women in Henderson and more junior college Kayleys in Summerlin. <laughs> but I don't live in Las Vegas, actually. I don't even live in Las Vegas. I just tell you that. The Desert Storm Bunker is somewhere outside of Las Vegas. I can't tell you where I live, though. Shout out to Mr. Bullock. He says, putting coats over puddles is old school as F. LOL. Shout out to the coach gang. Yes, it is. You'd be like, here, baby, I'm going to take my coat off. Take my coat off. Don't step in this puddle. Boom. You get the umbrella. You get the umbrella out and you hold it over her and you walk in the rain getting drizzled on. <laughs> 
all right, baby, here it is. You take her coat, you take the coat from the puddle and you put it over her shoulder. Here you go. Are you a little cold? Are you cold? Here you go. And she's got your coat on like this. She's all got it like this. And you got the umbrella over her just getting rained on. Where that at? Where, where's that equality at? Soon as I get home. Soon as I get home. Soon as I get home, you better be 10 toes up. You better be like, I got to go to the bathroom real quick. All right. And you better come out butt ass naked. Lie on your back. 10 toes up. If I done done anything like that, do not get to my crib talking about Oh, perhaps do you have a glass of water and another glass of wine? I love this ambiance. Can you play? Can you play that music soon as I just extending the night out? Oh, this is fantabulous. Oh, it's been a fantastic evening to you. Toast to you. Oh, what a wonderful evening. Ah, the candles smell good. Oh, the atmosphere, the ambiance. Wait a minute. I Yeah. And then as soon as I get to the reaching into the panties, oh, must we? What's me now? It's I'm spotting a little bit. She starts sounding like Janet Jackson. She starts sounding like Janet Jackson hitting you with the uh. she hitting you. Damn, I can't think of the song. I was trying to think of it as I was coming up with it. Anyway. I'll think of it here. Damn, I can't think about it. What's the Janet Jackson song? I can't think of it. Yeah, let, there it is. Let's wait a while before it's too late. Let's wait a while before we go too far. Sorry, you with the Janet Jackson. Let's wait a while before it's too late. Let's wait a while before we go too far. <laughs> she started hitting you with that you like wait a minute wait, hold on for a second i asked you there's something i got to tell you <laughs> wait a minute you're like hold up for it baby hold up there's something i think that you should know <laughs> hold up wait a minute wait wait i took you out to dinner i put coats over puddles i pulled out chairs i know you got with dexter Dexter blew your back out. That's why I called you. I put the cold under you. I got rain on. We dunk, We danced in the rain. We danced on the ceiling. I gave you the ambiance. I pulled out. And now you, let's wait a while. Hold up. Before we, I just, I just like where this is going. I, I like the energy of everything and. You know, I just don't want you to think that I'm that type of lady. You know, I want to continue to do this, potentially just go out with you and hang out with you and have a good time. And maybe at some particular point, I'll be like a I'll be like a flower. You know, a flower, their rose petals don't don't really open up right away. You know, a flower's closed like this. And over time, if you keep feeding the flower and watering the flower over time and give it sunlight and give it time. The flower petals will open up just like this, just a little as a little, a little bit, a little bit, and it'll just open and open. And then the, the flowers will be all yours. It'll be like a flower. So, you know, let's wait a while. <laughs> give me some flower food and sprinkle some water on me and give me some sunlight and attention. It'll be good. And 
Don't you love this? Don't you love the ambiance? And don't you like to smell the candles and the roses? And when I give you, when I give you this, when I finally open up, when I finally open up, you won't regret it. It'll be like nothing you ever had. You ever hear women be soaking up? They, they be telling you how good they are at sex. When I give you this thing, when I give it to you, you're going to be in awe. <laughs> Any woman that told me they good at sex, they've been the worst. Oh, man, you ain't never had nothing like mine. You ain't never had nothing. Oh, you can't bust? Oh, let me tell you something. I know how to get the best. I be giving the best. Hey, I know how to, I be know how to do it. You ain't never had it like mine. You were busting 15 seconds. Trash. Absolute garbage. It, she been the worst than that. She just be lying there like, <laughs> even when you throwing around, she like, okay, okay. Don't mess up my hair though. It took me a while to get my, it took me a while to slick my hair back. Look, can I put on this scarf? She trying not to lay her head on the pillow. She like this, taking it right here. She got her head like this. All you can see is her head bobbing behind. She trying not to put her face in the pillow. You like, bruh. <laughs> she slurp on it for about 45 seconds. And she like, is that good? You ready to put it in? <laughs> I had a chick come over, junior college chick. She was about to put a scarf on. I was like, what you about to do? She was like, I'm about to put this scarf on. I was like, I'm not about to do that with no scarf on your head. What? You don't like my scarf? I was like, get out. Get out. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? I don't want to see the old Anjabama ass scarf, head bobbing ass. Well, it took me a while to get my edges down. I was just combing and combing and combing and combing. Get out. Get out. <laughs> you think I'm paying for this? What the what you what is this? This is absolutely reprehensible behavior they're doing out here, man. They're giving y'all low stuff and claiming that it's good. I'm like, it's good. I'm gonna finish. Listen, I'm gonna finish. That's without question. But it ain't gonna be, it ain't gonna be the best. Shout out to Lyle Pocket says the bad date tax, lol. All right. Mr. Frazier says free agent dues. Thank you, sir. All right. PayPal, we're going to uh, wrap it up. We're getting around the corner here right at two minutes to three. RDS is in the building from Brazil. He says, tell Classy Beats, I've been here for over four years. If he keeps blocking me in the chat, there will be no more super chats. I can't. He says, I can come here and pay less. Dudes need to chill. All right. Chill out on RDS. Just don't write in all caps. All right, we got another one here on PayPal. I'm trying not to say government names. He says, can't believe you still stream every day. I've been watching you for a year and a half. You have to get the gab and great humor. I remember when I was all caught up on your videos last year. Then suddenly you were streaming every day. It's now three months. I'm now three months behind, but still watch you every day. Peace and love. Thank you, man, for being here. I know everybody can't watch all of these. And I'm actually trimming back streaming. All right, I'm trimming back because I can't do this for six hours a day bro maybe something like that i can't do this all right but it's fun doing it being able to do it and uh let me see if i got all of them all right we got we're gonna finish up on super chats here agent machine says send her a peace leave aggravation invoice instead yeah but they broke 
they're broke. What they're trying to say is they're not broke. They're trying to try to get around the fact that they're needing money. And so they're trying to say they're going to hurt men with the money. By the way, this is a bad indicator of a human being. Imagine marrying her, what she's going to put you through on a divorce. They're already trying to finesse you financially on dating. Kevin, the software tester says IRS is rubbing their heads like Birdman, ready to come after those Venmo transactions. Yes. I think if it's over $6,000 and you can blame your boy Biden for that. And I've done some dumb things. And I'll do dumb things again. Hey, uh, anybody that was right, are y'all still riding for Biden? I mean, he he's bait and switched y'all big time. Anybody? I'll, I'll cover that later. Jack Vendetta says, shout out to my favorite African-American over here. Wait. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Divorce dating. Oh, by the way, this is another indicator of what I said before we close the show. That women can't get things from you by child support or they can't get anything out of marriage. They're eventually going to give you the bachelor tax. They're eventually going to give you a penalty. Now they're extending it to, oh, it's bad dates. You hurt my feeling. You owe me money. So men aren't marrying these people anymore. They're barely putting kids in them anymore. They're barely dating single mothers. So now it's next thing is we're going to get money from you somehow. And it's because you're a bad guy. I'm going to shame you into money. Shame, shame, shame. Ladies, if we start shaming you, you would owe us a hell of a lot of money. But don't work the same, does it? All right. I think we got all the stories here. We're probably going to save these last stories for the next show, which is Monday Night Crimson Capsules. The longest running episodic program here on YouTube. That's going to be tonight, 5 o'clock on the Pacific time, 8 o'clock on the Eastern. Good luck to the Rams and the 49ers. Man, that's going to be an ugly game, right? That game is going to be completely ugly. I'll be over under 30 points, 30 points over under. Both of these quarterbacks suck, okay? Both of these quarterbacks, <laughs> all right? Garoppolo might not even get 10 points on the board. And then the other quarterback is pretty much hurt. Okay. And uh, yeah, they their offense is stagnant. You won't get 30 points out of these both teams. All right. It's going to be a field goal exhibition. Under 30. Under 30. You heard it here, coach. All right. You heard it here first. Shout out to the coach gang. Enjoy the rest of your day. Peace. Get you something here, peace. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I gotta do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. I'm like hotter than average. Take the average, I'm hotter than average. I'm smarter than average. I'm funnier than average. I'm above, I'm an above average individual. I'm 33 and I look like young, so yeah. I'm pretty sure that I deserve an insanely rich guy.